up, motherfuckers? Dusty Smith here, Cloth of Dusty Podcast, episode 34. Hells yeah, we did it. And as always, I was putting the show together today, and I was like, damn, nothing happened this weekend. Fuck, I don't have a really good show. I just have to put it together and see what happens. And then I was also putting it together. Man, I have a ton of shit to talk about. All kinds of fucking content. Hard to believe. So that's cool. A lot of people were like disappointed because I didn't do the video segment the last two episodes. But look at all these videos I have for you today. Hells yeah, I came back strong. I listened to you guys. You love the video segment, so I brought it back. And uh, yes, there will be black people fighting. Hey, it's not my fault. There's so many videos out there of black people fighting, okay? I'm not making you black people fight and record it, okay? But I enjoy watching it. It's entertaining, so uh, yeah, we're going to do that tonight. We're gonna also going to talk about Jessica Bill. Apparently, she is an anti-vaxxer, even though she says she's not an anti-vaxxer. That's what they always say, right? And uh, we're going to talk about the non-sequitur show. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that was like the big new popular atheist podcast that was just exploding, and now it's exploded. It did. So we're going to talk about that tonight, all kinds of shit. But as always, if you want to support the show, Patreon, Patreon. Best way to support the show, maybe other than uh, Super Chats are probably the best way. But Patreon, a good second way to support the show. We're up to $420. I almost hate to have anybody else subscribe to Patreon because we're at 420 and it's such a perfect number. But please do it. Please fucking subscribe to Patreon. Like, seriously, it's $5 a month, $10 a month, whatever you can fucking afford. It really helps and it encourages me to keep making these shows. Like, I'm losing money doing this show and I'm trying to get the ratings up. I'm trying to make it worth my time to do these shows because a lot of people seem to like it. But... You guys got to help me out. So please consider being a Patreon on patreon.com. That would be amazing. And as always, Super Chats. Lifeblood of the show, Super Chats. No questions dodged. All questions answered. Please try to ask me a question that is going to embarrass me. That is your key. Embarrass the fuck out of Dusty. Uh, or, Or stump me. You know, just ask me something that I should know, but I don't because I'm an idiot. And I grew up in Mississippi. And I have a ninth grade education from the Mississippi educational system, which... Not amazing, to be quite honest with you. I'm all self-educated, which is (laughs) a joke. So anyway, super chat me. Any question you want me to answer, all questions will be answered. Everything will be read. Super chat, all right? So how you guys doing tonight? Let me look at the chat here. Uh, 95 out of 100 Jessica Bills approved. Yep. All right. Uh, 42,069 better number. Yep, that would definitely be a better number. I agree. If I had like Jordan Peterson numbers on Patreon, you know, before he ended his shit. And we're going to talk about Jordan Peterson tonight. Apparently, he is starting a new free speech platform to rival Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and all that. And it's going to be horrible. Uh, not, I didn't say third grade education. I said ninth. Technically, I finished ninth grade in Mississippi before they threw me out for the final time. So I got thrown out from one school, and then I went to another school, and they threw me out of that school. And then finally, I went to another school, and they threw me out of that school in ninth grade. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just done. So I got a job, and then I became a millionaire in porn. So that was my story. Hey, Dusty, you dope. Ha, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment instead of saying that I am a dope, but sexier, though. Yeah, I fucking shaved a little bit, shaved up my beard so I could look more like my uh, my pictures. I had this new picture commissioned. Let me show you guys. I'm real proud of it. Uh, Mike Shickley, I think that's his name. Let me see here. Boom. Where is my picture? I'll find it. What the hell is going on here? Oh, God. What have I done? What the fuck? Where is my bookmark? Sorry. There you go. Boom. Went the wrong one. All right. Let's see. Uh, Where is it? Come on, Dusty. You can find it. Oh, here it is. Boom. Got this one made from, uh, what is his name? It'll say what his name is right here. Brian Shickley. He does good work, but I had him make this for me. Boom. 
the revolution will be pasteurized. And I like this. This is my new character. I'm kind of trying to rebrand my account a little bit uh, with this new cartoon-based character. Uh, I got to really redo my uh, YouTube channel because I basically left it the same for the last, I don't know, 10 years. It's pretty much been exactly the fucking same. I still have the same video I've had up for the last seven years. It's my main video on the channel, which is the one about my friend who committed suicide. So I need to rebrand, redo all that. And so I had to make this. So it does really good work. Uh, Brian Shickley. You can find him on the Twitters if you guys uh, want to have him do something for you. Brian Shickley at Brian Shickley. So, anyway, pretty cool. Going to be throwing milkshakes at motherfuckers, of course. The milkshake is soy. Never fear. But obviously, I'm not actually going to throw my milkshake at anybody. I'm going to drink it because uh, I'm a fatty and I like milkshakes. So, anyway, I shaved my beard and my mustache to kind of fit the uh, fit the picture a little bit. It kind of looks like this, the one he's drawing of me. So, I don't know. Maybe a little too dark. Maybe a little too dark. Maybe I need to trim up a little bit. It's still a work in progress. I just did this before the show, so you guys let me know what you think. So I guess we'll start out right off on the uh, Jessica Bill shit. You guys know who Jessica Bill is? She's like this really famous actor. She's married to Justin Timberlake, and uh, her kids are not vaccinated because she doesn't think vaccinations are safe. Well, she's uh, apparently appeared before, I don't know, they appeared before Congress or some shit. And she's hanging out with all these anti-fucking vaccinator douchebags. This guy, I think he's a doctor or something. I don't fucking know who he is. But anyway... Jessica Bill comes out as anti-vax activist, joins Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to lobby against the California vaccination bill. Hooray. On Tuesday, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., an environmental activist whose recent work has focused increasingly on baseless allegations that vaccines are unsafe and can injure a statistically minuscule population of medically fragile children, appeared at the California State Assembly beside an unlikely scene partner. Actress Jessica Bill, in a series of Instagram posts, first reported in Jezebel by Anna Murren, the two posed with activist, legislator, and miscellaneous bureaucratic architecture, and the caption Kennedy called Bill courageous. So, of course, uh, Jessica Bill saying, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just think that kids sh- shouldn't have to be vaccinated if their parents don't want them to. Yeah, that's an anti-vaxxer, dude. You're, your kids are not vaccinated. You are an anti-vaxxer. So I want to show you. Just to be fair, she's uh, she's denying that she's an anti-vaxxer. And I don't want people to say, oh, she said she wasn't an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, dude, that's what they fucking always say. That's all these people that want a white ethnostate. They're always like, I'm not a white supremacist. I just want a white ethnostate. I'm not racist. I just think we should have segregation between us and black people. Yeah, it's because they know that it's unpopular. No, they know that the branding for anti-vaxxers is horrible, so they're trying to rebrand themselves as something else. This is exactly what she's trying to do. She's trying to rebrand anti-vaxxers as we're just concerned about the health of certain children. Jessica Bill denied suggestions. She was a supporter of the anti-vaccination movement. Bullshit. After spending the day lobbying lawmakers in the U.S. with advocate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and anti-vaxxer. After news emerged of her opposition to vaccine bill, which seeks to limit medical exemption in California and make it more difficult for parents to bypass the rules requiring children to be vaccinated before enrolling in school, Bill wrote on social media, I am not against vaccinations. I support children getting vaccinated and also support families having the right to make educated medical decisions for their children. That's anti-vaccine. See, parents don't have a fucking medical degree. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just read bullshit online from idiots like yourself who mislead them. And then they choose not to have their children vaccinated, which puts all other children at risk because that's how vaccinations work. It's herd immunity. So, yes, if you want to be part of society, you have to be part of society's solutions to eradicating diseases, you know, like polio and 
measles and chicken pox and shit. And in communities where these anti-vaxxers are getting a foothold and more and more children are not being vaccinated, they have had outbreaks and such diseases that normally would be eradicated, but ignorant dumbasses like Jessica Bill are keeping these viruses alive and well by not vaccinating your children. And I actually, uh, I'm actually sort of embarrassed to say that about 15 years ago, maybe less than that, maybe 13 years ago, whatever it is, right before I became an atheist and started my channel, I was actually an anti-vaxxer myself. And I literally convinced my sister not to have her baby vaccinated. Man, I feel so bad about that. Now, don't get me wrong, she's vaccinated now. We realized what idiots we fucking were and we fixed the situation. But I was watching Alex Jones every fucking day for like three hours. Alex Jones used to have, a, I guess he still does, I don't know. He used to have a three-hour show, kind of like this one, every fucking single day. And I was a huge fan. And he used to have this doctor on there all the time. And I can't remember what the fucking doctor's name is. It doesn't really matter. But uh, this doctor claims that he has like 20,000 children in his care. And he's never had any of them vaccinated. None of them have ever been vaccinated. And not a single one has ever gotten autism. Which is bullshit, obviously. It's fucking bullshit. Like, almost all of us are on the spectrum in some way. That's the thing. That's why so many uh, cases of autism are being found out these days. It's because the way that they're diagnosing it is much broader. And so way, way, way more people are finding themselves on the spectrum than they used to diagnose. So that's where I find myself. I'm on the spectrum. I'm just barely on the spectrum. I do a really good job of, like, using my autism to act like I don't have autism. So it kind of works out really well. But... Yeah, and I convinced my sister not to have her vaccinated, and then, like, the, the the doctors called her, and they were like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, you need to bring your kid in and have him vaccinated. The nurses were calling her and telling her how ignorant she was, and she was like, well, I just don't agree. I researched it, and I don't agree, but, yeah, you listen to me, and I'm dumb, and you're dumb for listening to me. So, anyway... Embarrassing, Jessica Bill. You're not helping your image, not helping yourself. Justin Timberlake, talk to your girl. Have your children vaccinated. This shit is very dangerous. It's very dangerous for the society. You guys have to jump on board and be a part of society. Unless you want to be mocked and ridiculed, exactly like you have been and you should be. And so keep up the mocking and ridiculing of Jessica Bill, you dumb ass. But pretty girl, I'll definitely give it to you. She's a pretty girl, Jessica Bill. And uh, I like Justin Timberlake, too. I think Justin Timberlake is a cool guy. Triple threat. Dancer, singer, actor, dude can do it all. Fuck you, Justin Timberlake. You're too good to be true. And, uh, all right, I guess that's all I want to say about Jessica Bill. Even though I led with her, it was kind of a minor story overall. Um, not a whole lot of big shit happened this week, but a bunch of little shit happened, as you can see. See all this shit I have to cover, and that's not even my fucking video section. And I didn't even, like, put together any religious bullshit stuff. I had so much stuff to cover, so. Anyway, let's keep going, shall we? So this one from Cromutist. And uh, we're talking about Jessica Biel still. Far more to... Uh, let me just read what the person said first. Jessica Biel is getting bashed, hated, and canceled because she doesn't believe in vaccinations. This toxic outrage behavior shouldn't be accepted. It's disgusting. And this person rightly explains. Far more toxic than cancel culture is this idea that beliefs exist in a vacuum and have no consequences. Bill is getting bashed because she is meeting with lawmakers to undermine public health protections for children. Not because she didn't like Endgame. Yeah, seriously, right? This is not some minor fucking thing where she's just, you know, I didn't like a movie or some shit. She's literally putting children in danger by spreading her anti-vax bullshit. You know, that deserves being bashed. That's not cancel culture. And I don't even really have a problem with cancel I like cancel culture. I think cancel culture is positive and beneficial. And I've been canceled like a billion fucking times. I get canceled by people every fucking day of my life. And like, the people that cancel me for doing what I feel is right, 
they should. Like, they should not be my fans. I'm glad they canceled me, you know? I have no problem with that. And the people that canceled me because I did shit that was wrong, I should be canceled for that as well, right? I should, you know, be made an example for my mistakes and have to learn from my mistakes and have to own up to them and use them as a teaching tool for the public. So I have no problem with that. Either way, cancel culture is good. Um, and so... This one's from Shadow Wolf. I guess we're going to go... Let me read the Super Chats first, and then we'll get into the non-secular stuff. I don't think we have very many Super Chats to read. Super Chats? Like button of the show. Please Super Chat me. Oh, God. I hope this is not the fucking cable. No, it's my mom. So, uh, you might have noticed... This does not have anything to do with the Super Chats, but you might have noticed that the show is a little lower res than it used to be. Um, I'm doing it 480p now because I don't know what the problem is, but the show keeps being fucking choppy, goddammit. I'm just so frustrated with this, and I think the problem might be my internet connection. Even though I'm paying $130 a month, and I'm supposed to get uh, 300 Mbps downloads and up to 30 Mbps uploads, I'm getting like one upload, and so I think that's why it's choppy. So I lowered the resolution, and I'm also recording it separately in a higher resolution, so I'm going to upload uh, the higher resolution when I'm done, but hopefully this will solve the choppiness until I can get the cable guy out here to fix the problem, but he was supposed to show up today. I was at home all day today, and he didn't fucking show up. So fuck the cable company. Goddamn Cox Cable. They've changed their name to something else. They're rebranding, but I know it's you, Cox Cable. You can't fool me. You still suck ass. Anyway, Blanco, $1. Thank you, Blanco. Uncertainty is freedom. $5. Dusty, I finally stayed awake for the podcast. Hey, welcome, man. Appreciate you joining me. Means a lot. Tried to donate $10 to Patreon, but it only took $5, but the $5 brought the total to $420. All right. Yay. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Why would it only take $5? I don't... Oh, but it only took $5, but the $5... Okay, I see what you're saying. All right. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for supporting me. Uh, you're really cool. Means a lot. Tights and minor $5. Been loving the podcast, Dusty. The podcast loves you. Not a quote of moron. We're just having fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Phil Robertson. Close the Tomo. Totally. Thank you, Tyson. Appreciate that. H.S. Ross, $10 Canadian. Warren has some great policies, but she won't fight as hard as Bernie. Doesn't know how to fight as effectively as Bernie and doesn't have the same movement or popular appeal as Bernie. It's just that Bernie's been doing it so long and he's been so consistent. He's been like doing this for like 50 years or some shit, right? And he's been saying exactly the same things and sticking to his gun. He's proved that he is a man of his word and he has integrity and he will do what he says. So that's why I'm supporting Bernie. I don't have a problem with Warren too much, but... Yeah, I'm more of a Bernie fan. Sean Pryor gave me a dollar, and they gave me another dollar. Thank you, Sean Pryor. And H.S. Ross gave me $2 Canadian. Thank you, H.S. Ross. And he says, so glad to hear the shake of soy. Yeah, you know me. All about the soy shake. All right, I just got $1,000 kroners. Norway kroners. I think that's our crowns or something. I'm close. Anyway, it's like 100 bucks. I think. I'm not really sure. But anyway, thank you very much. No questions, only money. Okay, well, I will take your money. The rich uncle from Norway. I need a wrench uncle from Norway, and I really appreciate that. You are awesome, man. Thank you very much. Um, the rich uncle from Norway is my new favorite person on earth. So, more super chats, please. Like by the show. The vast majority of the money goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Anal Sanctuary, where we rescue dogs and kitties from the local shelters that are about to be put down, and we give them a good forever home and spoil the fuck out of them. And that's what I do with my time all day. Pretty much all day, I clean up piss and shit. But it's cool. I have like this big snow shovel. And we have like this outdoor pendant area, so they usually do all their business out there. So every day I go out there with my big ass snow shovel and just scoop up piles of shit and chunk them over the fence. So anyway, it's not that big of a deal, but that's my life and I love it. So anyway, let's move on and talk about the non-sequitur show. Now look, even if you guys don't know anything about the non-sequitur show, even if you've never heard of the non-sequitur show, even if you don't give a fuck 
about who the two people who run the Non-Sequitur Show is. This is still an interesting subject matter, not only because it's... Uh, has similarities to what happened to me and the Gotcha Boys. Not exactly. I'll explain the differences. But the whole situation is just really interesting, in my opinion. So, this is something that a lot of people didn't want me to talk about. Like, I, this is kind of like the uh, rationality rules thing, where people messaged me and they were like, don't talk about it. Don't bring any attention to this. You know, you're just going to cause trouble if you bring attention to this. Um, but, you know me, folks. I hate drama. Like, I'm the biggest hater of drama on the earth. But... Sometimes it can be kind of cool. You can learn some life lessons. So basically what it is, is the Non-Secular Show is a podcast that was first started. The idea came up by this guy. His name is Steve something or another. And uh, he had a friend named Cal. Um, and so he came to his friend Cal, and he's like, I had this idea for this podcast called the Non-Secular Show. It would be like a new atheist podcast you and me can start together and uh I think it'll be successful. So they did that, and they agreed from the beginning, hey, let's split everything 50-50 in per- perpetuity, right? Forever. Everything this channel makes, the non-sequitur channel makes forever, will be 50-50 split between us. Do you agree? And then Kyle said, yes, I agree. So they both agreed on this, and this is how it's been going. So they started their podcast, and the podcast actually took off. It's doing pretty well, or it was doing pretty well. It was uh, one of the more popular new skeptical atheist podcast on the internet right now and i heard a lot about it a lot of people like mentioned it to me and i actually went on the show um now look i don't know a ton about either one of these guys and i'm not real real familiar with the show or anything i just kind of heard about it but it's well known enough for at least for me to have heard about it and uh, steve came and he asked me to go on the show and i had heard of steve just because of their show and i said okay so i went on the show and um it was fine. Like, I had a good time on the show. It was pleasant. They had me debating a Christian guy on there, and I just fucking destroyed him. I actually kind of feel sorry for these Christians in a way, because it's clear that they have not actually updated themselves or researched anything they're talking about, because if they had, they wouldn't be Christians anymore. So they clearly have not researched all the videos that have been made in the last 10 years from the atheists on YouTube. So they don't understand that every argument they have made has just been brutally destroyed over and over and over again. And they don't know the counters. And they don't realize that their arguments are so silly that as soon as they make their arguments, we know instantly what the counters to these arguments are. And we can throw them out to them and we can just destroy them. And so they're just completely unprepared to debate us in any way. And that's what the way it was with this guy. He basically was saying that without the Bibles, you can't have any morals or anything, which made me ask him immediately. I was, okay, well, if... Well, his argument was about God, you can have morals, because you can't have any absolute set of beliefs unless there's an absolute higher power in the universe to set down those absolute moral guidelines, and so you can't be moral without God. And so I just specifically asked him right off the bat, you know, okay, well, if you woke up tomorrow and started believing God did not exist, would you go out, rape, kill, and murder people? And if not, why not? And he wouldn't answer the question. He just kept dodging the question. Of course, I don't want you to do that. If you fucking, if you debate me, I'm not going to let you dodge questions. And I just kept hounding him over and over again. No, you're going to answer the question. No, no, you're going to ask the question. You're a weasel. You're a weasel for not answering the question. I just called him a weasel like 30 times, and eventually he just kind of sunk away, slunk away. But anyway, so it was, it was a fine show. I had a good time. Um, one thing did happen on the show. Like Steve called Blair White a man. He and which I didn't like. He admitted that he, her gender was female, but I asked him if he never met. It. We're t- we're making fun of like home. We're making fun of it. I was making fun of myself for being uh, part gay, like twenty percent gay, which I always do. And he was like, "I'm not gay at all. I'm hundred percent straight." I was like, "Nah, you're a little bit. Everybody's a little bit gay." And he's like, "Nope." And I was like, "Really? You've never seen a man, and you've been able to tell that man's handsome, even if you weren't physically attracted to him. You were able to say to yourself, "Hey, hey, I bet that's a man that women find attractive." 
if you can tell another man's attractive, that means you're like a little bit gay. And he was like, uh, Blair White, that's the only man I found attractive. And I was like, uh, Blair White is a woman, dude. And she was like, oh, well, she's transgender. And I was like, yeah, transgender women are women, dudes. And he was like, okay, he didn't really say anything. So I don't really have a problem with Steve. I think he's kind of an old school guy and he doesn't really understand the rules yet. Like the new, there are new rules. Like I grew up not understanding what it was like to be a transgender person or have any empathy towards them whatsoever because I didn't know any, right? I just thought I was like everybody else. Oh, they're kind of weird or mentally disabled or what? You know, just the stupid shit that you're taught because you're a dumb redneck in Mississippi, right? Um, but then I started, you know, getting to know them and, and learning about them and learning, you know, the the, the, the path they've taken, the, the hard history transgenderism has taken to get to the point it is now where it's still not accepted, but it's still more accepted now than it pretty much ever has been because they have allies now like myself who are speaking out in favor of them. Because we have empathy towards them, we understand what they're going through. And I think Steve is kind of an old school guy, doesn't understand the rules yet. But I don't think he's hopeless. I think he will understand the rules eventually. I think he will wake up. And he uh, he came out in support of rationality rules. And uh, he came out against the uh, Austin Atheist Society when they came out against rationality rules. And so he found himself, in my opinion, on the wrong side of this issue, which uh, pissed off a lot of trans and gay people. But... That's neither here nor there. Uh, I, I, th- I think he'll come around. Hopefully he will. If he doesn't, you know, that's on him. But anyway, the reason this whole thing is interesting is because uh, this guy, Cal, decided out of the blue that he was just going to get rid of this guy, Steve, and take all the money for himself, even though they agreed from the very beginning they would split everything 50-50 in perpetuity. So I guess what happened was, as uh, Steve started getting involved in the show, he started doing more and more of the work, um, and he started involving more and more of his friends into the show, and started basically making the show revolve around him. And I guess the show started bringing in money. Like Steve said, they brought in like $50,000 already. $50,000? How the fuck are you guys doing this? Like my podcast gets uh, more views than you guys. And I ain't making nowhere near that. So you guys are goddamn killing it. I don't know how you guys are doing this. But anyway, now you fucked up because you've destroyed the show. Now, instead of getting 50% of $50,000 or whatever the show is making, Kyle going to get nothing because the show is going to go in the crapper because he's decided to kick this guy off the show and take all the money for himself. So I just want to play a few things. So what happened here is they got on this chat with this other guy, and I guess Kyle didn't really realize it was being recorded until the end where they told him it was being recorded. So it's kind of a secret, hidden chat. But at the end, he does say that he's okay with it being recorded and he's okay with people seeing it, even though he shouldn't be because he does not come off well in this at all. Kyle looks horrible in this. Um, so because he says he's okay with people seeing it, I'm going to play a little bit of it. Let's see. I'm just going to play it. Maybe it's 17 minutes in where you can see. Like, it gets really, really uh, uh, heated. So anyway, basically what's going on here is Steve is like, no, dude, you, you, we agreed you're going to pay me. So, all right, so let me fill you in on what's ha- how this happened. So basically, I guess Steve is getting benefits somehow. I'm not really sure his personal situation. I don't really care. It doesn't really matter. It's not really my business. I'm just explaining to you how the situation came to be. So Steve is getting some kind of government benefit, so he can't get any kind of big lump sums from the non-sequitur show, and I guess he's owed like 20 grand or something from the non-sequitur show or something like that, but he can't get it because that'll fuck up his benefits. Some people said that's benefits fraud, 
And then I had a lawyer that messaged me and said, no, there's a way you can do this that's not benefits fraud, that makes sense. I have no idea. I don't know if this benefits fraud or not. But anyway, so, so he doesn't get his benefits messed up. He's asked Kyle to keep all the money for him for now until he can get his situation straightened out. So Kyle has been wanting to pay him his lump sum to get rid of him, but he can't pay him his lump sum because it'll mess up his benefits. And so because he didn't want to mess up his benefits, he transferred the entire power of the show to Kyle, everything. Kyle has full control over the YouTube channel, which Steve has no control over anymore. He has full control over the Patreon, which Steve has no access to. Has, Kyle has full control of everything. Steve has relinquished the entire control of him, of the show to him, because he trusted him and he believed that he wouldn't screw him over. Well... That money started pouring in, you know, he started getting popular and Kyle's like, hmm, what am I paying this guy 50% for? I could just do all this myself and take all the fucking money. I just get rid of this guy. Who gives a shit if I said from the very beginning we were going to split it 50-50? Who cares if the non-sequitur show was your idea to begin with? I'm going to boot you, I get rid of you. And, and, he, and he, this guy just, he acts like he just does not come off well. Basically, he's, they're trying to explain to him why it's a shitty thing he's doing this. And he's like, hmm, shit changes. People change. I don't care, basically, his whole attitude about it. So let's see. I'm hoping this is the right part. Let me just go ahead and play a little bit and see what happens. The time this channel is on, you'll be stealing from me if you don't give me half of, this Steve, half of the percentages Steve, in perpetuity. You're going to get, listen, you're going to get all of all, everything that uh, uh, up until that point, but it's not going forward in well, perpetuity. You can it is make, perpetuity. Spend, listen, you can spend... You can spend whatever narrative that you'd like. I'm I'm ready to deal with any kind of fallout. No, I'm I'm totally fine. I, I've I've how, thought about how, this very carefully. How, how are you? Can, we listen, started with a handshake, fifty you, fifty, and you're violating that because you got you got some fame out of it. People, listen. People, shit changes. People change. It has nothing to do with the fame. That's not how it works, it, dude. Look. <laughs> Shit changes, people change. It's not how it works when you make a verbal contract with somebody. You don't get to make a verbal contract they are going to start something together with somebody. Agree that you're going to have 50-50 split in perpetuity. And then you decide out of the blue without them agreeing to it or without them not talking to them about it at all that you're just going to cut them out of it completely and pay them what, you're, what they're owed up to now. That is not how anything fucking works, dude. You don't have a leg to stand on in this. Not legally, not fucking morally... Like, what is wrong? What are you thinking? What is in your... I mean, I know what's in his head. His head is money. His head is, holy shit, this show's actually successful. It's making a lot of money. I could just take over this whole thing, cut this other guy out of it. But, dude, no, no. Like, And the sad thing is, is now you guys have destroyed the show because it's clear after the dickhead move you've done, you guys are not going to work together anymore. And it's also clear that your show is going to pretty much go down the tubes now because who's going to fucking watch it when you're being a dickhead and you've cut this guy out and you've obviously, you know, behaved incredibly incorrectly. I think they've already lost like 2,000 subscribers. Your show's dead. Like, you've killed all the money you were going to make by being a greedy asshole. It doesn't make any sense. This is now, listen. This is now your channel that you've taken that, over. That this, yeah, it, it became that. Oh, it became now, that. Okay, so, no, so all the people it, that are going to find out about on, this, hold on. all the uh, people that are going to find out about this, you taking over the channel behind my back and taking money from me, how, why do you, how, how is that going to look good? Maybe. Maybe they will. Maybe there will be people that think that. But I think yep. that if the, the people that honestly see uh, everything that goes in, everything that went into the channel, whether oh. the decisions that we made along the way, some of us, uh, you know, we probably could have done a lot better. And if we could do them all over again, we, we may have done them. You're uh, stealing from me as well. That's I'm, not. Is, you're that's not how are you not where, stealing from okay, me? This was 50 50. I, I heard you. Reg, I heard is he stealing from me at this point if he cuts me that. off of 50 50? Because I haven't seen a dime from this. Let as far as I know, we took me, everything. The he's, answer is yes. Yeah, yes, he's stealing from you. They're on the show with a guy named Red something or another. And like, I, I guess it's an okay guy, but I don't agree with what he's saying. He's basically. 
half defending him and saying he's not stealing. But he is. He's absolutely stealing from Steve. He's taking over the whole thing. And not only that, he's destroyed the show. Now, why this is different than me and uh, Vadim's situation on the Gotcha Boys is, for, for one thing, I, I offered to give Vadim all of the money. Like, it wasn't really about money. It was, it was about money for Vadim, but it wasn't about money for me. And I actually kind of feel bad about the whole situation. Like, I think Vadim is a good guy. I understand why Vadim ended the show. Basically, Vadim didn't think the Gotcha Boys could compete with this podcast well enough to make enough money to make it worth putting his time into. And, he, you know, he's worried about money. So he ended the show so he could focus on rebranding his channel, the Creationist Cat channel, which he is doing right now, to be more about him. I think he's calling his new series It's Vadim or Hi, It's Vadim or something like that, uh, which I think is a really, really good move. Uh, I've actually seen the first video he put out. It was really good. The new intro he's doing is really good. I, I fully support the direction he's moving his channel in, and I understand why he had to end our podcast to do that. It was no hard feelings, but he could have continued to do the podcast without me. That would have been completely fine, you know. So it's it's a real different situation than what we have here, but it's similar in ways um, where you know these podcasts could just fall apart at any seconds over a clash of personalities, kind of like the Drunken Peasants podcast did. They were making so much fucking money, and they just you know. Just egos get in the way, and, and greed gets in the way. But it's the good thing about doing this show, man. Like, doing a one-man show, I do everything. I do the fucking music, all the graphics, everything. And it's because, you know, as long as I don't eat a fucking bullet, the show can go on. I don't have to worry about it. So, anyway, uh, let me play just the very end of this where the guy walks off the, the cast, and I'll end it with my final words on this whole drama. I hope you both have fun. And, yes, that flat earther that was patiently waiting is going to be there momentarily. That's fine. But not until after I go and I go ahead and I give your guys' producer a great fucking timeout. Because at this point, I owe that dude a fucking burger. I drove to the ends of the fucking earth for that guy. And right now, Kyle, you not you not including him or taking his feelings into account is actually quite fucking shitty. Which you very uh, rarely so right, right, not right now, I'm going to go. Live, you leave, you leave I am not going to go. Okay, you know what? The, okay, if that's the way that you, you want to be, fuck you both. We can, play, uh, we can do this. Okay, let's do this. So Red like plan of me. That was that was a wrong that was a wrong move there, buddy. Actually, for me, it was the right one, and I stand by it one hundred percent. That was yeah, the wrong I, I move, buddy. So anyway, Kyle, like I don't know Kyle very well. Like we had, on, uh, he was saying nice in the show. Like I had no problem with him. Uh, he was telling a story in the show that was kind of funny. He, uh, we were talking about when the, during the gay thing, we were talking about uh, you know how everybody's a little bit gay, and he was like, yeah, sometimes I'll be like out with my friends, just my buddies hanging out, and uh, then one night. We'll be. He said this happened a couple of times, and he's like, "Then we'll be in the car ride home, headed home, and then uh, my buddies will look over at me and just whip their dick out and be like, we gonna do this?'" And I was like, "Holy shit! What kind of friends do you have?" And I was like, uh, "No, no, we're not gonna do this." Holy shit! And he's like, "No, I did it. I sucked their dick." So I was like, "What?" And apparently he's gay. So that was the whole thing. I didn't know he was gay. So I was like, "No, we're not gonna do this." But not, not him being gay has anything to do with anything. I don't care about that. But that was just a funny story he told. So he seemed like a nice guy on the show. Um, I had no problem with him, but. Yeah, not coming off well here. And like I said, I'm not even like a big fan of Steve's or anything. I have my problems with Steve, but Steve is getting fucked in this situation. So, drama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's my advice to you guys. Drama, drama, drama. Um, so sorry to see that show go, but hey, that's less competition for this show. So if you were supporting the non-sequitur show and you're looking for a new podcast to throw your money behind on Patreon, hey, how about this one? This one ain't going nowhere. I've been fucking killing it, man. This is like my uh, 27th show in a row without missing a single fucking show. 
Hard to believe with anybody that knows my past and my history of promising to do new, more videos and make more content, stick with it. And I lie. I lie, lie, lie. I never do it. I always go back on my word and be lazy, and I'm actually doing it this time. So you guys should support me. That's my, that's my opinion on the whole situation, though I might be slightly biased. So anyway, that's the situation with the non-sequitur show. Um... It seemed like an okay show. I guess it'll continue to go under cow, but it doesn't seem like it's going to go anywhere. So, what you going to do? Greed's a bitch. Um, all right, I guess we'll talk about Joss Fierstein. Joss Fierstein's back. I know what you all thought. You all thought, didn't this guy die of a heart attack? Nope. He did not die of a heart attack. He's still kicking it. And uh, apparently, he is warning us all of the dangers of transgender people brainwashing our children with sporks. It's insidious as fuck, folks. I can't believe the transgender people are actually going this far. Let's have a look, look shall we? Little hidden symbol. Uh, shut the fuck up for a second. All right, let's go. Totally true, folks. You should be freaked out. Be very afraid. Transgender people are coming for your children. I want to show you something scary that's being propagated upon our kids by Disney. Check this out. There's a new character known as Sporky. Now, I want to show you why this is a transgender character. It's not that it's a fork or a spoon, but it's a fork and a spoon together. Okay. All right, that's not transgender, dude. It wasn't born a spoon, and it wasn't born a fork. It was always a spork, right? So if anything, it would be non-binary. Although, I guess non-binary does fall under transgenderism. We've, we've, or I guess it depends on the person. Some non-binary people consider themselves under transgenderism. Some non-binary people do not consider themselves under transgenderism. So I guess maybe he has a slight point, even though that's not what this is about at all. Uh, Forky is basically a character that the main character in Toy Story, the the girl, I guess, was an arch project, and she made it into a toy. And so basically the uh, storyline behind this character is that he doesn't feel like he's an actual toy, even though he came to life. All the girls' toys come to life in Toy Story. And so he doesn't know what he is because he feels like he's, uh, you know, a, a spork, and he doesn't feel like he's an actual toy. And he doesn't feel accepted, you know, by his by society, basically, and he's struggling with that. So I can understand, you know, it's sort of, you know, sort of deals with homosexuality and transgenderism and everybody who feels like they don't really have a place in society. And, you know, it's a good lesson and message for kids to hear, I think. A lot of kids don't feel like they belong. A lot of kids out there, especially kids who are, you know, non-binary and transgender and gay, commit suicide and shit because they don't feel like they have a place in society and making kids know that even if they're different, society welcomes them and they are loved. There is a very good message and only the most giant shithead in the world could find a problem with it. And the most giant shithead in the world does have a problem with it. Let's listen to him. It's not that it's a fork or a spoon, but it's a fork and a spoon together. And look at the little hidden symbol right down here on its foot. A little oh, rainbow prize. Rainbow sticker. See that? And I looked it up, and apparently this, it looked to me like this thing had several different stickers on it. And this is one of the stickers they showed. And I'm sure it is. Like, no doubt, probably a shout-out to the trans and gay community, which I don't have a fucking problem with. Only, you know, people who have way too much time in their hands or are trying to scare people without rage culture would have a problem with this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is being propagated upon our kids. And I told you a long time ago... They sneak this stuff into kids' movies because they want to get their propaganda out there. So I'm going to ask you to share this. Let other parents know you got to boycott Toy Story. This is propaganda being snuck into little kids' movies. If you're fl frustrated with it as I am, take a moment, 
share the video. Let parents know. It's that kind of propaganda right there. It's being... Yeah, it's propaganda. Boycott Toy Story. Yeah, I'm sure Toy Story is really going to take a huge hit from you, Josh Fierstein. Probably going to make a billion dollars like all the other fucking Toy Stories, all right? And, like, who could have a problem with teaching kids about acceptance and loving yourself and, you know, finding people that accept you for who you are? Like, that's an amazing lesson to teach kids. But, you know, Christians, they just, they're just evil. Like, and not all of them. I don't want to say all Christians are evil. All right, I take that back. I, I, that, that's that was stupid of me to say. I live around a bunch of Christians, and they're fine. Christians, for the most part, are very, very nice, good people. But a lot of them use Christianity to do evil shit and spread evil propaganda. You talk about propaganda. This is propaganda, dude. You are the one spreading evil propaganda, and you're using an you know ancient. I say monkey text, but I got in trouble for saying that too because people think that's racist. Me saying monkey text. It has nothing to do with race or anything. It has to do with religion, be it. Christianity or Islam or anything from thousands of years ago looks like it was written by funky monkeys. It's the kind of dumb shit that only a, a monkey could follow, really. And since we are basically just hairless monkeys, it makes perfect sense. But anyway, be afraid, be very afraid, transgender people. Gonna brainwash your kids with sporks. And, uh, you know, if you want to boycott something, if you want to boycott sporks there, why don't you boycott KFC? Doubt you're gonna do that. Pretty sure you love your fried chicken and mashed potatoes there, Josh. So, uh, yeah, sports have existed for a long time. Sports have nothing to do with transgenderism, and it's just really stupid. Oh, yeah, and uh, somebody posted this. I thought it was funny. Very short clip. But this is Forky at the Straight Pride Parade. Belong here! I don't belong here! I don't belong here! <laughs> yep. I don't belong here! You definitely don't belong at the Straight Pride Parade, Forky. I don't All right, enough here. of that. Die! Shut the fuck up. God, that got annoying quick. All right. Anyway, that's enough talking about Forky and Josh Fernstein. I wasn't going to go see the movie anyway because I do not go to the theater to see movies because it is boring. I would much rather just download it at home and sit around and smoke weed and then I could pause the movie whenever I like to masturbate. Much better. I can't really do that at the theater. I mean, I've tried, but they frown on that. So, And also, you can't bring like your own shit from outside, like Cokes and shit. They also frown about that. You know, more on the masturbation in the theater thing than the Cokes, but both of it bad. And... uh this is something from Boogie. I kind of feel sorry for Boogie a little bit. Like, I know Boogie is just... Uh, Boogie is the worst of what it's like to be a centrist. Just a coward that refuses to take any hard stance on anything because he's afraid someone is going to not like him. But it's just stupid, man. Here's the thing about centrist. If you are right in the center of Nazis and Antifa, you are still a giant fucking shithead. Because regardless of what you think about Antifa, or let's not even say Antifa, let's say social justice warriors. If you are right in the middle of the alt-right and social justice warriors because you think, oh, I'm a centrist, I'm in the middle, that's the right place to be. No, you're still a giant fucking shithead. Because even though I have minor problems with some of the things people that are called social justice warriors do... They are nowhere in any possible way the equivalent of the alt-right, of Nazis, of white supremacists, of these shitheads. So if the SJWs are here and the alt-right is here and you're right in the center, instead of like right over here, somewhere near the fucking SJWs, you're a fucking giant piece of shit, dude. These two things are not even fucking close to each other. Regardless of what you think about SJWs, at least for the most part, what they're trying to do is for the betterment of society. Even if you think, oh man, fucking transgender people... 
trying to get equality and shit. They're just trying to take over free speech and make us say shit that we don't want to say, and they're trying to take away... All right, fine. If you believe all that, fine. That's stupid, but if you believe all that, fine. But at least you have to admit, the people trying to push this stuff are trying to do it because they feel transgender people have been oppressed and demonized, and they're trying to do it because they they care about them, want to help them. Even if you don't agree with their methods, at least they're doing it for seemingly a good reason, as opposed to the alt-right, who... Their entire message is hate, right? We want to separate ourselves from black people and brown people. We hate, 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 hate. These two sides are not in any way equivalent to each other, and being in the center of it makes you a giant fucking shithead. Take the goddamn side that's right. Go this way. Go this way. Anyway, so that's the problem I have with Boogies, but he's basically complaining about it because he's a centrist asshole, and people call him out about it continuously and explain to him exactly why being in the center of these two sides makes you a giant dickhead. He ain't taking it very well, and he says, You may not know this, but a huge part of the internet hates me now. They think I am homophobic or a Nazi or a wife-beater, an abuser, child molester, or even worse. I don't think any of that about Boogie. I think Boogie's probably a good dude. I think Boogie probably has a really big heart. He's a nice guy. He's just not brave. He just doesn't have the bravery to, to stand up for tough issues. And he, ha- he since he's kind of in this anti-HDW camp, he has attracted a lot, a lot of right-wing shitheads, and so he's scared to speak out against lefty issues because he gets feedback he doesn't like about it he gets pushback from his right-wing crowd and then he buckles immediately and deletes his tweets and he's oh, i'm sorry you know because he's a wuss that's why we have a problem with you not because you're a white beater or not any none of that shit i think bookie's probably nice anyway obviously none of that is true if it were i would kill myself i wouldn't live that way well please do not kill yourself bookie come on dude ironically all of this negativity makes me horribly suicidal well don't let it make you suicidal dude i can almost guarantee you I've taken more shit than you have by far and I'm happy as fuck man I'm like injecting happiness into my veins at all the fucking time life is amazing because who gives a shit right all these people that talk shit about me they don't know me it can't be fucking personal if they don't know me so why should I take it personally I don't it's just feedback. You just take the feedback, and you take what's good, and you discard the rest, and you use it to make yourself better. It's not that big of a deal. I struggle with it daily. I hate it. The idea that so many people think I eat, I'm even capable of these things makes me wish I wasn't alive, dude. No. No. If it's not true, and people are saying things untrue about you, then what are you worried about? Who gives a shit about what they say about you? Just, eh. Whatever. Those things are truly the opposite of who and what I am. I, I totally believe that. At A3, though, many people have shown... How much they love me. Game devs, gamers, journalists, fans, friends, comedians, literally over 100 people. You might say they haven't heard the rumors, though. And yeah, maybe some haven't. That's fair. But many have said, fuck off. Many have said, do not let the internet grind you down. They have said they are smart enough to not believe the bullshit. They have looked at the evidence and saw through it as the bullshit, as the bullshit if, I think it is what it means. It is, and they tell me so. It's for these people I stay here and keep fighting. I mean, what are you fighting for? Just to stay alive? I mean, yeah, keep fighting to stay alive, but you're not really fighting for anything good. Like, you don't really put good ideas out there. You don't advocate for any kind of social change that makes the world better in any place. You're just like this, I don't want to say blob because that sounds like I'm making fun of his weight. I'm not meaning it that way. But you're just like this nothing. You're like this... Like Sargon, like no force for good in the world whatsoever. You're just taking up space, and that's the problem with you. Among these people have been, uh, let's see, uh, among these people have been journalists like Steve Totello, I've never heard of him, fans like you, Game Devs at Cyberpunk and Borderlands and elsewhere, plus many, many more. While many people will drink the Kool-Aid and believe the lies, it is clear that many of you will not. So I will fight for us. Like I said, what are you fighting for? You're not fighting for anything, dude. If you were fighting for something, I'd have more respect for you. 
If my anxiety and pain ever wins and I do harm myself, well, don't do that, dude. Seriously. Get off the internet. Like, delete your Twitter account. Stop doing what... I think you're rich. I'm pretty sure you're rich by now. You don't have to do any of this. If you're going to kill yourself over it, like, just quit. Take a break. Go on vacation. You know, get a hobby. Get a cat. Rescue one. You'll feel better. Really, you will. Which I promise you, I would not. Okay, good. Thank you. Why are you threatening it then? Uh, they will try to say... If it was an admission of get, well, if you're not going to do it, this is all a moot point, right? Why even bring this up? No, it is purely my mental illness winning. Nothing more. Well, you just said you weren't going to do it. So why are you even saying now you're, you're kind of making it seem like you're going to do something, even though you said you wouldn't do it. So come on, Boogie. Boogie, if you ever need somebody to talk to, man, I know, like, I've been hard on you and shit, but I'm actually a nice dude to talk to. Like, in like in real life, if you talk to me in DMs and shit, I'll give you advice and try to help your life out, man, because... Uh, I'm not the smartest dude in the world, but I'm happy as fuck, and I've, like, always been pretty happy, so I have a pretty good grip on what it takes to be happy and ignore people who shit on you all the time in order to continue to be happy, so I can definitely help you out with that. That's, like, one of my field of expertise, and so, you know, DM me. Um, their vitriol and ignorance will not have matter one way or the other, so I responded, you know, I'm trying to help again. For the last decade, from the moment I wake to the moment I sleep, I'm getting shit on every minute of every day. After a while, I start embracing the feedback. There's a lot of valuable data to be mined from it. If you can remove your ego from the equation and not let it get to you. And it's true, man. Like, I get shit on so fucking much. And then it hurt my ego for a while. Hurt my feelings. Uh, people call me old all the time. You're so old, dusty. Old, old, old. That's all I fucking hear. Boomer, boomer, boomer. And at first, it's like, oh, man, that's rude mean. But after a while, you start to, like, embrace that. And you realize there's so much good information there. Like, it's, it's almost like opposition research. I have so much better understanding of why the people that oppose me and the people I oppose think the way they do. I understand so much better how to counter their arguments because I haven't banned anybody. I've listened to everything they have to say to me. I know where they're getting their arguments from. I know what they're going to say, and I know how to counter their, their arguments before they even say them. And that's because I don't let it get to me. I don't let it hurt my feelings anymore. I put my ego aside, and I see it for exactly what it is. And once you do that, it's very, very valuable. And uh, so, I don't know. It just... Try to take it from that mindset. Try not to take it so personally. Try not to let it hurt your feelings. And try to use it to make you better because it can make you better. I've taken so much shit from people who said things that were absolutely correct. Like when I said all that racist shit and the anti-Semitic shit, man. I was like, nope, I'm not wrong. I was just joking. You're wrong. Fuck all you. I did that for a year or two. And then people shit on me so hard and I finally listened. I finally listened. I was oh, okay. Well, they're fucking right. They're right in what they're saying. It's not so bad that I'm wrong because... Now that I know I'm wrong, I can change for the better, and that's a good thing. You know, it doesn't have to hurt your ego to be wrong and change. It can actually make your ego feel good because you're evolving and bettering yourself as a person. So anyway, that's why I don't block anybody. I have nobody fucking blocked. That kind of goes into the whole TJ thing we were talking about. Those of you who didn't tune in the last show, TJ, the amazing atheist, blocked every single person that was following me. I think he might have unblocked a few of them now. But he blocked, there's like 4,500 people following me. It's 5,000 now, but it was like 4,500 at the time. I got like 500 new subscribers because of what he did. It kind of helped make me more popular. But yeah, he, he couldn't take the heat. He, he couldn't take the shit from my fans. And he, he didn't block me. He blocked everybody but me. So he basically didn't want to hear any backup I had. He didn't want to hear anybody agreeing with what I said. He just wanted to be able to shit on me from his little safe space without having me, without, with him having all of his fans back him up. With him having all his fans kiss his ass and shit on me and suck his dick. He wanted all that, but my fans backing me up, his mind couldn't handle that. So he fucking deleted everybody. And it's just sad, you know, that's how much I got to him. It's sad that that's the, the, way, the, the depths that he went. But he's doing himself a disservice, man. 
You need to listen to these people who are shitting on you. Not everybody who's shitting on you is right, of course. But even the ones who are shitting on you who are not right have valuable information to give you. And a lot of people shitting on you are telling you the truth, man. They're trying to help you. They're trying to help make you better. And by getting rid of you know, their words, you're just sabotaging your own growth, in my opinion. And so, let's see. I guess since we're talking about TJ, we'll jump over here and um, show some of this shit for TJ. That's something I said. Uh, I think it's hilarious that TJ blocked every single one of my followers, but not me. Which, if you think about it, kind of makes me a reverse Jesus. You all died for my sins. So, that's a nice little reversal. Sorry about that. Sorry all you guys had to be punished for what I did to TJ. But, you know, he a little bit thin-skinned, I think. Uh, And, like, I don't even hate TJ or anything. It's just... I don't know. It's just I just talk out against bullshit when I say it. And if it's somebody who I normally would agree with, I still call them out on their bullshit. That's what you're supposed to do, right? It's not like I only attack the, the, the left or anything. I pretty much spread it out pretty good. But anyway, these are some old tweets TJ made. Prediction. When he finally blocks everybody else, Steve Shives will end all by blocking himself from all his accounts. Well, it's the new amazing atheist Shives, I guess. You going to do that, TJ? As soon as you get done blocking everybody else, you're going to block yourself from all the accounts? Oops, I forgot to read the other one. And this other one is even more hypocritical and damning. Come on, you can do it. Come on, computer, you got it. Steve Shives would love to silence me, but I would never silence him. He seeks to protect himself from dissent. I seek to understand dissent. Uh, do you? I don't think you do, man. I don't think that's really true. You banned like 5,000 people because you couldn't stand to hear their dissent against you. So, yeah, hypocrite. Thou are one, amazing atheist. And uh, I'm not saying at all that I am better than TJ. But I am saying this. I don't have anybody muted and I don't have anybody blocked on any of my fucking accounts. Not blocking a goddamn soul. Anybody is allowed to say anything to me they want to say to me. I just drank that shit up. I take it. You know, who cares? Who gives a fuck? I mean, seriously. Now, I understand why why transgender people, gay people, uh, other such people who get bullied online don't want to be bullied online. I totally get that. But, like, I'm a well-to-do, smart, intelligent, relatively handsome white man who's had a really good life and had it made. You can shit on me really fucking hard if you want to, and I can take it, right? I don't have many excuses. Like, I don't, I haven't been, I mean, I have been shit on a lot, but it's just because I'm a loudmouth. I mean, that's, you know, if you're going to get shit on for something, being a loudmouth is a pretty good reason to get shit on. I've dished it out incredibly over the last 10 years, you know? I've shit on everybody in the last 10 years. I spend a great deal of my time shitting on people. So obviously, I'm going to get shit on in return. That's just, you know, that's just fair play, right? If you dish it out, you have to be able to take it or you're weak. And that's your problem, TJ. You know, you dish it out You dish it out as much as I do, right? You can't take it, man. That's soft. It's so soft. Seriously, dude. Like, mm, more bravery. I would say butch up, but I, I'm, I'm quitting saying stuff like that. I'm stop, stopping myself from saying stuff like butch up, dude, or grow some balls and stuff like that. Because if you think about that, what's that saying? What that saying is is that bravery is a masculine trait, like people with balls. The ones, but that's not, you know, it really isn't. Like women are some of the bravest people on earth, if you ask me. So try to try to get rid of that misogynistic and and, and transphobic language and people are like Dusty, you're such an SJW, fucking self-censoring. Okay, well, like. I'm just trying to prove myself. If that bothers you, it should. 
If me trying to improve myself bothers you, I'm glad. That makes me happy. So continue to get bothered by it. Works for me. And uh, I guess I'll stop. How long? We're an hour into the show. I guess it's time to do the video segment. You guys missed the video segment. And uh, so I went and found a whole, whole, whole bunch of fucking cool videos for you guys that I'm going to read or watch with you guys. So we're doing the Super Chats first. Super Chats! Lifeblood of the show! Super Chats! Ratbag's back! Hey, Ratbag! I love fucking Ratbag. Ratbag's like the biggest supporter of the show. Ratbag, send me an email, man. Cultofdusty2 at gmail.com. I'd like to thank you, like, personally for, for the support you give in the show. Um, also, one, two, three, five, eight, one, two, th- a lot of numbers. Gave me a dollar. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Ratbag4999 says, let's play Stump the Atheist. Why does there appear to be evidence of intelligence in biology? Um... I think probably the reason is because there's an infinite number of universes out there. And so if there's an infinite number of universes, obviously one of the universes would have biology that was created by natural selection that would seem as though there's intelligence inside of it, even though there's not. You know, because if there's infinite universes, everything that can possibly happen is happening somewhere. And obviously it is possible to happen because it is happening. So I think that's probably a better solution for that than uh, anything else. But who knows? Like, I have no idea. Like, there could be... A programmer? Like, this entire thing could be some kind of simulation. I'm very, very open to simulation theory. And then if that's the case, then whoever programmed this, whatever programmed this, it could have been an artificial intelligence that programmed this. That would be much, that would make a lot more sense than actually some kind of biological organism. Um, but anyway, regardless of who programmed this, whatever the ultimate main world is, it's likely that that world itself would have arisen through natural selection and evolution than of some kind of all-knowing, all-powerful creator, in my opinion. So, like, I don't know. That's just what I think. Thank you for that question. I appreciate that right back. H.S. Ross, Taylor Stadion. Are you aware of the Progressive Economic Pledge? We should all sign and, importantly, try to get our representatives and other candidates to sign. Bernie has already signed. No, I am not aware of this. I will look into this, and I will try to cover this on the same next show, or if you want to... D- do another super chat, explain it. I will read that too. But thank you for that. I really appreciate that. I look into it. A dollar from Chusifer. Thank you. Really appreciate that, Chusifer. Ten dollars ten in from eight P. Can you briefly retell the story of how you made money in porn and how you lost it? Oh God, that's such a long story. Um, okay, I don't know how deep I want to go in the story because I could really go a long time into the story. A lot of people don't believe my claims that I helped popularize facial and porn, and I can explain to you exactly how I did it, and I can make it make sense. It'll just take a minute. So maybe I'll do it really, really briefly. Okay, so here's how I made money in porn. My story. So the internet just became popular. I guess I was 19 years old, something like that. Just got the internet. I was on AOL. Um, My friend Brian had his own website on the internet. He told me about it. And I was like, what? You have your own website on the internet? You're lying. How the hell do you, a normal person, have your own website on the internet? Only fucking big corporations like Coca-Cola and shit are allowed to have websites on the internet and the government. You ain't got no goddamn website on the internet. And then he showed it to me. And he had a website on the internet. He made his own fucking website. And I was like, holy shit. I can't believe normal human beings can have their own website on the internet. So then I started thinking about it. And I was on, a, like I said, I was on AOL. And AOL gave you like a free webpage for like 10, 10 megabytes of space and shit. So I was like, I'm going to do an experiment. I'm going to start a lingerie site. I'm going to just go out on the internet and pick a bunch of girls in lingerie and I'm going to put it up on the internet and just see what the fuck happens. So I went out and made this lingerie site and stuck it up on the internet and it got removed within two days. It got fucking slammed, man. This lingerie site was popular as fuck. Now you got to remember back in the day, there weren't a whole lot of sites on the internet in the very, very beginning. There actually weren't, I can't even remember any porn pay sites back then. I had one of the very, very first pay sites in the entire internet. I'll get more on that in a minute. So anyway, um, so they took this fucking 
lingerie site down, but I immediately had a proof of concept. I was like, holy fucking shit, man. There's a lot of money to be made here if you do it right. So what I did was I came across these uh, two people. There was a, a husband and wife team. I think his name was Jonathan. I can't remember what her name was. But they ran a site called Sexy Sites. And it was basically like uh, GeoCities for porn sites. I don't know if you guys remember what GeoCities was. But GeoCities used to be a, a, like a free website. It was almost like the precursor to MySpace and Facebook. Anybody could go on there and they could make their own website, um, but you had to like build it yourself at HTML, but you could like house it on their servers. And so Sexy Sites was like that. They were looking for adult webmasters to put up porn sites and they would host them on their sites in exchange for banner space on your porn site. So basically they took the top banner space ad section of your of every page of your website. And then for that, they hosted your site for free. So they'd pay all the bandwidth and all the charges and everything. So I was like, and they, and I guess they didn't have very many people that were doing it, that wanted to make porn websites. Uh, so they didn't have a lot of people on their site at all. I was one of the first people to do it. And so I set up a site called Facials for You, the letter U. You can actually go to the Wayback Machine and go look all this shit up. Feel free to fact check me. And um, so I set it up on their website and I called it Facials for You. And what I did was I figured out how to manipulate the original search engines. Back in the day, they, they didn't have Google. Google didn't exist. They had search engines like Hotbot and WebCrawler, AltaVista, stuff like that. And they were incredibly fucking simple in the way they were operated. Their algorithms were incredibly simple. So basically how it worked it like, was like this. Say you search for the word fuck. How it decided who was going to be number one on their search engine for the fuck is they would look at every website that had been... Uh, Posted to them. You basically, they, they can go out and like crawl the whole internet and find your website. You actually had to go tell them your website existed. And so they went out and they looked at every website that they were told existed. And they looked to see how many times the word fuck was linked out to different websites. And the website that had the word fuck linked to it the most times was the one that showed up on the top, right? Simple to understand. So what I did was I got this program called a web spider. And the purpose of the program was to... Submit your website to search engines. So let your search, the search engines know your website existed. So what I did was I made tens and tens of thousands of fake pages where I embedded the word, every sex word you can think of, fuck, shit, uh, you know, scat, cum, tits, everything you can think, embedded into the page. And I had every fucking word linked to the same exact website, my facials for you website. And then I submitted these tens of thousands of pages to the search engines. So these search engines saw that tens of thousands of pages were linking all these porn words to my site, and it thought my sites were the number one porn sites on the Internet. So I basically took over a ton of the first search uh, results for pretty much every bad word you could think of and started flooding my site with all this goddamn traffic. And um, so, like I said, back in the day, there were facials in porn. It was like semi-popular, but it was nowhere near as popular as it was after I did. In my opinion, like I could be wrong about this. I could be, this could all be in my head. But it, what it seems like to me happened is after I put my site up and I pretty much took over all the search engines and sent all the fucking people to my websites about facials. What I think happened is I think the porn industry noticed that I had taken over all the fucking search engines for all these fucking top words. And they assumed that the public was really heavily into facials because all this shit went to my facials website. And then after that, pretty much every porno you saw after that was a facial. Facial, 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 facial. Are the two things connected? I think that they I think they are. But maybe they're not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's all in my head. Who knows? You know? It's a funny story anyway. So anyway, I took this whole system where I uh 
took over the search engines and I started making my own pay sites. Uh, I can't remember what my pay sites were. The first site I ever bought for myself was aaahhh.com. Ah, dot com. And uh, from there, I started forwarding all my traffic to that. And then I set up these pay sites, these teen sites. And I went out and bought pictures. There were these people that sold CDs of pictures that you could use royalty-free as long as you paid for the pictures. And I paid like $1,000 for the pictures. And so I made these pay websites um, that had recurring billing. And basically, that's if you don't cancel your billing, it charges you the next month. And so a lot of people forget to cancel, so it charges them again the next month. Um, That was the big thing back then. And so, like... There were days I was making like six and seven thousand dollars a day. It was just crazy how much money was rolling in. But the reason I lost it all is because I was a Christian when I was doing this, and I justified it to myself by telling myself, "Hey, God wants you to have this money. If if you weren't having this money, somebody else would have it. Some evil person probably, some porn act would have this money. They'd probably be doing bad things with this money. So God wants you to have this money so you can do good things with it. Even though I didn't do good things with it, I bought me like a fifty thousand dollars sports car and a nice fancy ass new house and went on vacations and just blew it and shit. But you know, you can literally justify anything to yourself. But anyway, I was sitting around and I started feeling guilty about running porn sites because I was a Christian, and I started telling myself, well, maybe God doesn't want you to do this. You know, maybe you're sinning. So I thought to myself, well, you know, obviously I'm special. Clearly God has chosen me to be special. So if I'm not making money this way, God will just have another way for me to make lots of money. So I'm just going to shut down these websites. I'm not even going to sell them. I could have sold them for millions probably. I'm not even going to sell them. I'm just going to shut the whole fucking thing down and walk away and God will provide something else from me. And that's what I did. I shut all my fucking shit down and I walked away from millions of dollars uh, thinking I was special and God would provide something else for me, which he did not. Did not. Well, I mean, I did play video games after that, and I made like $40,000 a year playing video games for a little while, so that was pretty cool, but that wasn't God or anything. Um, so anyway, that's the story about how I made lots of money on the internet. Uh, I'm sorry that was so long, but I wanted to tell the full story, let you guys know exactly what happened. So that was back when, I think I shut them down when I was 25, so that's been 15 years ago, something like that, almost 20 years ago now, holy shit, time flies. But yeah, I had some of the first pay sites on the internet, that's my story. Um... Tyson Mindham, will you ever get another Gotcha Boys podcast again? Even if it's a few one-off episodes, I've watched the two episodes dozens of times over. I'll have you. Well, yeah. Yeah, like if uh, Vadim wants to do like a show a month or a show every couple of weeks and uh, have me on it, and I really like Tim. I think me and Tim have good good chemistry. Um, if he wants to do that, I have no problem with that. I just want to show up and like <laughs> and do the show, though. Like if I could show up and do the show in an hour or two and then leave, that's that would be nice. Like... I don't blame Vadim. I know he had lots of trouble that was completely out of his fucking control, and I don't blame him for that at all. But like, when the several nights we sat there for ten hours straight trying to shoot the show, like I just, I just don't want to do that. Like I, I just want to film. Like I just want to film. I don't want to sit there. So if we can do that, I'm all for it. Let's have a discussion. Five dollars. Have you seen TJ's video? Questions for white people from blacks, where he says gentrification is good because black communities are full of thugs. No, I have not seen that, but I'm also not surprised at all. TJ is just kind of a mess a little bit, you know. I agree with TJ about a lot, but then I don't. I don't know if TJ believes a lot of what he says. Like I think he just knows that he has a lot of right wing and and shit lords. Uh, I guess we don't call them shit lords anymore. I guess we call them chuds now. A lot of chuds in his audience, and I don't think he just gives a shit because he's rolling. Like, TJ is rolling in it. Have you ever seen how many Patreons they make on that DFF show and TJ has on his uh, channel? Man, talking about making some money. So, yeah, I think he's just rolling with the money as long as it it comes in. And people are still supporting him. Whatever. 
Lady Magni 489 here, take my money. Also, what kind of dogs do you have? Uh, mo mostly they're mutts because we rescue from the pounds, you know. Um, people usually don't like big black dogs, so that's the majority of the ones we have. And we have a bunch of little ones, too, little ones that uh, we rescue from the side of the road. They were going to get run over on a major highway, so we have four little ones from that. They look like they're a mixture of some kind of, uh, looks like a border collie and maybe a wiener dog or something, not really sure. And also we have a uh, full-blown uh, Rottweiler. Molly, really beautiful, full-blown Rottweiler that we rescued from uh, as a puppy. I think that they were breeding her for dog fighting, and they were just about to cut off her tail. You know, they do that. They dock tails for no fucking good reason, and they were just about to cut off her tail, and we, and we rescued her before that happened. So uh, those are my dogs. We have seven of them now, and they're my little baby dogs. Seven dogs and ten cats so far. So thank you for that question. Appreciate that. Donald Trump is trying to start a war in Iran to get reelected. Do not fall for it and vote for me, 2020. Bernie Sanders, yes. Yes, he is. We're going to cover that in a minute. Donald Trump absolutely is trying to start a war with Iran. He accused Obama of trying to start wars in the Middle East many times in order to stay popular and get reelected. He's doing exactly what he accused Obama of. It's so transparent. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, I can confirm the transgender, uh, the trans agenda involves sports. Josh really found us out. Yep, he's on to us, folks. Fucking sports. KFC's been on, in on it from the very fucking beginning. Goddamn KFC. The Colonel! Our evil social justice warrior enemy. Fucking Colonel Sanders. God damn it. All right, let's see. Um, Sorry, nothing negative to mine here. Okay, no problem. I appreciate the 49 anyway. Thank you for that. Newberific. Next DFF meetup. I'll go and call TJ Steve Shives the whole time. Hello, yeah. See, make sure you call uh, Scotty TJ's brother too when you're there. Because that's hilarious. They, he really fucking hates that shit. I don't know why I like to pick on TJ's brother so much. It's just kind of funny to me. Um, he just gets, he's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm a bully. Maybe I'm, maybe I should stop. Maybe I should stop picking on him so much. It just, it just, it gets to him so bad though. It's just, I don't know. That's bad. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's, that's, that's bully mentality and behavior. And I shouldn't do that. Um, mystery dude. 217, give me $2.00. Thank you very much. Hey, Brian Dunham, $49.99. Wow, that's very, 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 very generous. I appreciate that, Brian. Love you, man. I love you. You rock. You rock back. Gro growing is part of life, and you are doing it and being successful. I'm trying. Like, I'm doing the best I can. I'm just trying to, like, I understand that I have a long way to go. I understand that I'm dumb and make a lot of mistakes, but I am trying to be a better person, so at least there's that. Hey, Dusty, why do you think conservatives ring right-wingers, I guess he means, Alt-right are so successful online and in a row compared to liberals and progressives. That's a good question. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the anti-SAW hysteria that got created by people like TJ and then completely took over YouTube. YouTube is, is the new popular medium, right? YouTube is an incredibly powerful platform to spread these ideas. And <coughs> Excuse me. And I think... Um, one of the main reasons is because the in the marketplace of ideas, a lot of times the ideas that spread the easiest are the ideas that are the easiest to understand. And life is incredibly nuanced. A lot of the social justice warriors and feminist arguments are incredibly fucking nuanced. And it's really hard to explain to people in a short period of time. And it also goes against a lot of their pre-programming. And so since what the alt-writers and the anti-HWs are putting out there are, is very, very simple narratives that are incredibly easy to understand – that they spread very well. They spread easily because people are like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Even though it's not right, even though it's not nuanced, even though it's, you know, just cherry pick bullshit. Since it's so easy for people to understand, they jump on it. And also the right has all the money, you know, the billionaires, almost all of them are conservative and they're very, very good at using their money to keep their money, 
to brainwash and trick people into voting against their own best interests. And they do that constantly. Like, like I said before, uh, J.F. Garipay, the white nationalist who has his own podcast, he got a $25,000 donation from, uh, what's that guy? The guy that owns the pedophile island. The guy that's in jail right now because he's a pedophile. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, that's who it was. So one donation of $25,000. I made, Like I said, I made $18,000 a year before taxes. Right-wingers get $25,000 from one person. Laura Loomer got $90,000 because they banned her from Facebook. I got $0 for the multiple for the two years I was banned from Facebook. So, you know, they have all the money. Like, it's just, if you want to make money, be a right-winger, that's for sure. Anyway, thank you for that. More Super Chats, please. Like, blow to the show. Any question will be answered. You know the drill. Do it. Do it. Now it's time for the video section. Video section. And, uh... Got a bunch of videos for you guys. I know you guys have missed it, and it's fucking back. Gonna start it right off with a big boy fight. Yeah, big boy's getting it. Like to see the big boys fight, because, uh, yeah, big boys usually don't know how to fight, and this is no exception. There's a reason you're big. It's because you like Doritos more than you like working out and training. But let's see what they do here. He's like, what up? He talking mad trash, too. Gonna walk away with his hands behind his head, and whoop, turn around, boop, boop, what up? Quit acting like you a badass, dude. You are not a badass, seriously. And, now then, and neither one of these guys know how to fight at all. Look how slow. That is not how you punch. And it's going to roll around on the ground a bit. Get back up. Ooh, ooh. Big boy got you down again. Now you going to laugh about it. Well, now that guy got to get his get back. You humiliated me. I got to get my get back. And you know what? They almost never get their get back. But this dude does. He gets a little bit of get back. Just a little bit. But no. Now big boy on, his, on him again. Punching him. Punching him. I'm going to show you. I'm going to get my get back. Now this guy got a stick. He's like, fuck this. you getting your get back. I'm going to whoop you with the fucking stick. And he starts whooping the dude with the stick, man. That's some dirty pool right there. You got to let that dude get his get back some, man. You the one punching. Now his pants are all falling down. Pull your pants up. This is one thing, black folks. Like, dudes, if you're going to fight, quit having saggy goddamn britches. It don't help you fight good. What are you thinking? And uh, here, another big boy fight. Second big boy fight. And he just walking away. He like, I don't want none of it. Oh, yeah, I know what this fight is about. This is hilarious. So this fight got started because I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but there is something called uh, sneaker culture, shoe culture. And it's real popular in the black community, but not just the black community. White folks do this, too, where they are fucking obsessed with their goddamn sneakers. Like people go outside with their sneakers covered up in plastic wrapping shit when it rains to make sure nothing have their speakers, sneakers. They have collections of fucking sneakers and shit, and they show them off and they take pride in this goddamn shit. I don't get it. Like, I literally do not own a fucking pair of shoes anymore. No lie. I do not own a pair of shoes. All I own are flip-flops. That's all I ever, even in the wintertime, I wear nothing but flip-flops. No socks, just flip-flops, casual as it fucking gets. But anyway, this dude, he got he going to fight, but he got to take his fucking shoes off first because he ain't fucking his goddamn kicks up. You know that's true. So he taking his shoes off, and the dude comes over there and going to truck trash about it, and the dude kicks his shoes. Kicks, oh hell no! You do not go fucking kick somebody's shoes when they got a sneaker fetish. Like, say what you want to about my mama, call my daddy names, talk about my children, whatever. But do not fucking hurt my sneakers. Them's fighting words, so let's see. Here he goes. He gonna do it. Disrespecting the dude. Oh, there he goes! Oh hell no! Oh hell no! That is too much. You gonna get an ass whooping for that dude. You do not disrespect a man's fucking sneakers. So he gonna take his shirt off. Chubby dude gonna take a shirt off. Put your shirt back on, Chubby dude. Not a good look for you. This big boy gonna keep his shirt on because he got some class. And uh, even though he is in his stocking feet, well, not stocking feet, he's in his socks. And uh, come on. 
He's like, come on. <laughs> Don't you touch my sneakers. <laughs> He's mad. Look at him. They're getting ready for it. They're squaring off with each other. Who's going to be the first? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, do it already. Quit talking about it. Do it. All right, here you go. Do it. Both of them are a little bit scared. Look at them. None of them really want it. All right, here we go. Now you're going to bum rush him. And, yep, that's it for you. Yep. Big boy got hands, and now you're out. Oop, yep. Yep. Oof, oop, yep. That's what happened to you. Respect the sneaker game. Respect the sneakers. You have learned a valuable lesson. You just got knocked the fuck out, and you're chubby, and you don't have any shirt on, and I see your ass crack. Now we get to make fun of you online forever. Bad life decisions. And speaking of bad life decisions, I have mixed feelings about this one, too. So... Here is a woman who is uh, having hell problems because she has decided to go to a hotel room and allow someone to shoot fake butt implants into her. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking, dude. Like, why would you go to a hotel room and let somebody shoot your butt with something you don't, he doesn't, she doesn't even know. Like, sometimes they use, like, silicone caulk. Uh, like, literally, silicone caulk from how you seal up your fucking window. Look at this. And look. I'm okay with plastic surgery. Like, it's none of my fucking business. It's none of my business what you want to look like. If it makes you feel more comfortable about your own body, I don't have any fucking problem with it. Uh, I thought about making fun of her, but the more I thought about it, is she hurt nobody? Nope, she ain't hurt nobody but herself, so it's fine. It's fine that she's done this to herself, even though it's not something I particularly find attractive. Shooting silicon caulk sealant into your buttocks is not something that I would necessarily want to tap, but... There are clearly people who are into it, so more power to her. But still, dudes, um, yeah, if you're going to have this done, I highly suggest having it done at a real doctor's office and not in a fucking hotel room. What in the fuck, dude? Like, seriously, people are, mm, I don't get it. And it's, not, it's not really attractive to me either because it doesn't look real. But like I said, more power to you. Do whatever you got to do. And now let's look at some fucking crazy accidents. Oh, my God, this guy almost got killed. Fucking falling over. Out in the middle of the street, you almost got your head run over, dude. All of a sudden, boom, and then, yep, nope, you almost got killed. That was almost death. You were very lucky. And then, eh, that, this is boring. Let's see, the next one. That guy's going up a hill real fast. Let's see, what else we got? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Next, oh, this guy, lucky to be alive. This ain't how you do this, dude. You almost died, motherfucker. Run, run, motherfuckers, run. But he can't run. He's in the crane, but yep, yep, that could have crushed you. That is a big block of cement that almost fell on your head, dude. Not ideal. And, uh, oh, yeah. How did this guy live? Look at this shit. How are you still alive, motherfucker? God damn it. Talking about your butthole puckering. Everything about this should have killed you. What in the absolute fuck, dude? How? That kind of shit makes me believe in a god a little bit. Good Lord, what a guardian angel you had. And uh, this dude driving down the road, and all of a sudden, yeah, look at that. Fucking pole. How are you alive, dude? You should be dead right now. That pole should have came right through your head. He ducked just in a nick of time. There's, oh, duck, duck. Yep. Oh, fuck. How? How are you alive? That should, You should be dead. Good Lord. Is this like a pool noodle or something? I don't know, dude. I don't know how he's alive after that one. That's some scary ass shit right there. This must not be a, like a steel beam or something. This must be soft or something. I don't know, but look like that hit him. And uh, these motors are driving through some country roads when all of a sudden, fucking tornado everywhere. 
Reverse, motherfuckers! Reverse! It's a tornado! Don't drive into that! Wrong way, bitch! Wrong way! Nope. That is not what you want. Just gonna sit there. Don't sit there! Run! Anyway, that's all I'm gonna show that video. Fucking tornadoes. I guess I'll show a little bit of tornado. Tornado blowing up through. Can't even see what the fuck's going on. Tornado! Tornado! Alright. Next up, we have, uh, oh yeah. This dude. Story Imagine getting to prison and they put you in the fucking jail cell with this motherfucker. Don't fucking rewind. Mute, bitch. And they put you in the jail with this motherfucker. Can you imagine what you'd fucking think? So this guy, alright, uh, guess what he did? He cut the head off his cellmate. Yeah, fucking decapitated his cellmate. Apparently, he wasn't allowed to have fucking cellmates at all for obvious fucking reasons. Look at this crazy motherfucker. And so they're like, why did you put a cellmate in the cell with this dude? This dude clearly fucking off his goddamn rocker. And uh, they put like a normal looking, just a normal looking older dude in the fucking cell with him. And yep, got us it. This guy. Put this guy in a cell with him. What was you thinking? So anyway, people are asking questions. Why did you do this? The jail is absolutely responsible for this. God, that dude's crazy as shit, isn't he? I'm sure there are a lot of women out there that find him sexy, though. Ooh, sexy. A lot of women are into like mass murderers and shit. A lot of these, like, what's that, what's that kid's name? That incel dude that ran over a bunch of people? He, he like, gets... And people like, uh, oh, who was that? Uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy got all kinds of fucking letters from women wanted to marry him and shit. Just crazy-ass women out there. They find that sexually attractive. Ooh, you murder people? I'm sure you won't murder me. Well, you, you kind of deserve to be murdered a little bit. And this is some creepy-ass shit. So what if you're just driving down the road one night and this dude steps in front of your car and does this shit? I just popped up in front of my car out of nowhere, and he's freaking me the fuck out, bro. I called the cops. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this guy doing? Good question. That's creepy as fuck. I'm on Ocean Parkway between X and Y, just driving down, and this guy out of nowhere in the middle of the street goes right in front of my car. <laughs> he got white go. gloves on. See, that dude's a fucking serial through. killer. What? He won't let him go you by. That? You see that? Yeah, you see that? He's not letting me through. I don't know what he's on or what's going on, but he just does this for like five minutes, and then finally the cops show up, and the cops are like, "Dude, what is going on?" And he's still doing it. He's ignoring the cops, and like, dude, so the cop has to like literally stand in front of him. And it's like, uh, yeah, that's enough. I'm about to taser your ass. What are you fucking doing, you crazy asshole? So then they just cuff his ass up because he is clearly on drugs or crazy or just weird as fuck. And he goes without incident. He didn't really fight or anything. Yep, that's what happened to you, dude. Quit being goddamn crazy in the middle of the street. Take that ass to jail. And uh, here's some more fails. Look at this one. Oh, oh, everything about that was wrong. Everything about that hurt me to watch. And uh, this, boom, but he, he sticks the landing. He both sticks his face and the landing, and then, dude, no. Oh, no! That's your spine, dude. You need that occasionally. It's sort of helpful, and this... Dude, no. I already knew that was gonna go bad. What are you thinking? And then here we go. Oh, oh, yeah! That's your skull. That's sort of useful. And you need better friends. When your friends do this, yeah. Fuck everything about that. And this dude got rug burn in his face now. What happened to your face, Jimmy? Why'd you slide your face off? Yeah, because you're dumb. And, uh, what? Oh, yeah, what's up? You just spit it all over your laptop. That's not good. And here's how you lose teeth. Look how strong I am. No, you're not that strong. And did something fall out of her face? 
Maybe not. Maybe that's your hair slinging off. I should have lost a tooth or something. Not how you do that. Absolutely not. And they laughing at you. Anyway, that's enough of that. And uh, here's some crazy shit. What if you're just like having dinner outside of a fucking restaurant and some dude walks by with a gas can and starts setting shit on fire? Yeah. Yeah, that's a nutty dude right there. I'm just going to walk around with a gas can and just start setting shit on fire randomly. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. That's what I would be thinking too. There are some lot of crazy ass people in the world, ain't they? God damn it, dude. Get some help. Where the cops at? And then I guess the cops eventually come and arrest this guy after setting shit on fire. Yeah, that's the cops arresting this crazy asshole. Yeah, gas and car, dousing cars and gasoline. Arrest him. And uh, look, dude, fuck. Here's another lefty idiot acting like a complete fucking asshole, making the left look bad. If you ride by and you see fucking Trump supporters, keep riding. You don't have to get out of your car and make a dick of yourself and make the rest of us look fucking bad. Yes, Trump supporters are assholes. Yes, a lot of them are absolutely fucking racist shitheads. Do you need to jump out of your car and make things worse? No, you don't. This is exactly how you should not act to these people. They will simply take video of you and they will make all leftists look bad because of this kind of shit. Don't touch me. You're you're out there getting people's faces. You're you're obviously trying to start a fight. You're obviously trying to start a reason to start violence. Like this is not acceptable behavior. No, this is not how you fucking behave. You were wrong here. You were making Trump supporters look good, and you're about to get arrested, as you should, because you're a bullying shithead, dude. Quit. Do not behave like this. So yeah, he just behaves like this repeatedly. He's obviously trying to start trouble. Yeah, you just spit on a Obviously, Walton Beats face, and so they just come and arrest him, just exactly as they should, yep. That's exactly what should happen to you when you walk up people's face, and you're obviously trying to start fighting. They're like, oh, we're shocked. Yeah, what are you shocked for? Your dumbass friend's trying to cause problems. He's trying to start a fight for no reason. Take his ass to jail. That is public disorderly. That is, you know, violent intimidation, threats. I don't know the fucking laws, but book that motherfucker. And shit, dude, like, you're supposed to be on my side, but I'm not on your side in this. You're making us all look bad, and... Stop it. Immediately, please stop doing that. And uh, here's another fight. Time to watch some Spanish-speaking motherfuckers fight. We don't watch a lot of Spanish motherfuckers fight, so uh, Spanish people fight just like everybody else does, right? So there's a little bigger dude here, and he's having this beef with these little dudes. This little bitty dude right here, he tiny, but he got some spunk. And look at him. I'm going to beat your ass. This little old dude and that bigger dude's like, I'll beat your ass. Ooh, Grandpa got good hands, but this little dude got a bat. This little dude's like, oh, hell no. Did you just punch my friend? I won't bat your ass. I got a little bat to match my stature. And then this guy, this is funny. <laughs> so this guy starts trouble with this guy, this younger, bigger guy. And this younger, bigger guy's like, dude, uh, are you out of your fucking mind? You better back the fuck off. I will destroy you, little old man. You crazy as shit. Watch it. <laughs> He's like, dude, dude, do not do that. I will hurt you. And so back over here, this other little dude whooping this big dude with the bat. And the big dude's like, hell no, I don't want to be hit with the bat. Fuck that shit, that hurts. So, nope. 
big dude's like, I'm just going to walk away. No thanks to all this. I don't want any part of this situation anymore. Little dude's got bats and shit. So, uh, yeah, I carry knives. That's way better. And now, this escalated quickly. Apparently, they're having some kind of confrontation in the McDonald's drive-thru. Uh, this one don't like this one, and this one don't like this one, and this one got a big mouth going to run it, and she shouldn't have, as we're about to see. So they yelling, griping, yelling, and griping. This one's got out of her car. World Star! I don't know what they're talking, I don't know if she's taking too long or what the problem is, but she pull up. That one's still talking to her. That one got issues, and then finally she pulls up and gets out of her car and starts yelling at her, and this was like, oh, fuck that. All right, fine. You gonna come up here and start yelling at me? I'll get in my car and I whoop your ass. But uh, that's not what happens. Big girl in the car gets taken down, and this girl in black proceeds to just whoop the shit out of her. Got her wig off, doing some fucking hammer fist to the face. Got a handful of hair, just whooping that ass, whooping that ass. Yep. Would you like fries with that? No, you would not like fries with that. You just got an ass whooping. Just trying to cover up. Oof, oof. Yeah, you should have stayed in your car. Uh, she is not loving it. Pulling her all over the fucking place. Yeah. Ooh, slam her to the concrete. Damn. Damn. That's what I'm saying. That's some hardcore shit. You don't want to fuck with this woman when she loses her wig. When she loses her wig, it's fucking over, dude. That is not somebody. She dragged her around the fucking parking lot, smashed her into concrete. This chick is hardcore. Get off me. Yeah. You should not have gotten out of the car. That was your bad. And, uh,. Here's some more accidents, because accidents are always crazy shit to watch. Dude just running down. That is not a... Oh, yeah. Let me just fucking do a U-turn right here in the middle of the goddamn road. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, yeah. Boom. That's the worst that could happen. That's why you don't do that. Yeah, that dude's like, what the fuck just happened? Holy shit. Hope you're okay, because that was dumb. And this person going to crash into this. Boom. That was full fucking speed. Just run through the light. Hit that. That's not how you do that, is it? And uh, this is a bad accident. Boom! And then boom! Yep. That's why you don't fucking tailgate people. You're supposed to have a certain number of cars between you and the car ahead of you. Learn how to drive, peoples. And uh, this dude. What? Why? Why did you do that? I was just driving along my own business, and you run up and you smash my window, you fucking dickhead. And, uh, oh, yeah, another car crash. Boom. That's why you don't cut, cut in front of people. Got to be very, very, very fucking careful. Uh, uh-oh. This one's gonna be bad. I can already tell. Yep! Smash! Alright, that's enough of that. Driving's scary, folks. Driving's like the most dangerous shit you do every day. Basically, it's like you darting around other bullets in your own speeding bullet. You can, like, smash into them any second. And it's not just yourself you have to watch out for. It's the other goddamn drivers. That's why it's so scary. Some idiot could kill you any second now. And this is probably the least cool way in history to get inside the wrestling ring. This is not how you do it. Nope. Ow. Nope. That is not how you do that. Dude. Never gonna live that shit down. And then this dude needs better friends. Yeah, dude. What what you think was gonna happen? Yeah, your, your friend's an asshole. Right in your eyes and shit. Now you gotta shower. And this dude. Ha <laughs> ha! Gotcha! Gonna laugh at you. He's like, motherfucker, why you laughing? And these guys, look at this. This is some cool breeze shit right here. Look at these badass motherfuckers. Now this is how you do stairs. Look how quick they're going down the stairs. Slide like motherfuckers. Hell yeah, cool breeze. Some badass mofos. All right, that's all I'm gonna watch that video. We're making good time.
and uh, here's some butt puckering shit. Imagine you're like over here, and then all of a sudden the fucking land turns into water. It's amazing. Look how liquid this shit just becomes all of a sudden. Whole fucking mountain falls down, bury shit. Yeah, these people just walking along, and all of a sudden the land they're on starts turning into fucking liquid. Run, motherfuckers, run! Get off there! It's gonna bury you! I guess they can. I guess they're trapped. Poor things just sliding down the mountain. You need to run quicker, motherfuckers. This whole mountain coming down. Run! You're making me nervous. This person's sliding out. You're gonna get buried. Like when the trees start falling over and getting buried, you know you're in trouble. Scary ass shit, yo. Yeah, look at this shit. Reverse! What are you doing? That is not the place you want to be. Imagine getting buried under that shit all of a sudden. Imagine being in this fucking... Imagine being these workers. Like these houses are literally falling off the side of the mountain. You should not have built your house there. That was a poor place to build a house. What were you thinking? Your contractor did not do you any favors. There goes your houses. Yep. That's not what you want. I bet that was some pricey real estate too. So anyway, uh, yeah, don't build your houses on the side of mountains that might collapse on you. That seems like a something you shouldn't have to be told. And here's a story, kind of a sad story, but let this be a life lesson to you. So basically what's happened here is there's this guy, right? And he a sexy motherfucker. Let's look at this sexy motherfucker. He's a, get on it. There he goes. He's so sexy. He's like this black rapper. He's all ripped and he's in good shape. And So basically he's a con artist. What he does is he meets women, mostly white women it appears, like this woman right here. Meets them on Facebook, Instagram, and whatnot. And he's like, ooh, I'm this famous rapper. We should go out. And so then he goes out on dates with them. And then he has sex with them. And then while they're in the shower, he steals their checkbooks. And he writes checks for five and $6,000 and drains their bank accounts. And apparently he's done this to a number of women because he is so damn sexy. Look, these women are like, ooh, I'm going to get me a big strapping black rapper. Ooh, he's going to fuck the shit out of me. I'm going to live out all my BBC fantasies. It's going to be hot as shit. But nope, you're going to get taken for a ride. Let's listen to what it says. Police say he gets them on dates and... He convinces them that he is locked out of his many financial accounts, asks them for a loan, um, and then he writes them a check to compensate them for the loan that they've given him. That check, police say, later turns out to be phony. Odenot says she met Jackson through mutual friends in January of 2018. Then he flew her to Los Angeles for a date. She picked me up um, from the airport with a gentleman, opened the doors, we went to the movies, very sweet not aggressive, you know, I never suspect anything. She only stayed one night. Back in Phoenix that Monday, she says she realized her bank account had been compromised. I only stayed one night. He robbed me when I was in the shower, getting all the sex off of me. Fast forward 48 hours, there was another, like, four grand missing out of my account. I hope that dick was worth four grand. Because he had taken checks from the center of my checkbook. Police believe there are many more victims who may be embarrassed to come forward. That he is very persuasive and chocolate. Uh, although it's unfortunate, you know, we're, we're asking a potential victims to come forward because, again, it, it is not in any way difficult to see how someone would fall for a scheme like this one. Yeah, don't feel embarrassed. Like, this guy fucked you over, put his ass in jail, come forward. Uh, he hot. We understand. We understand why you wanted that dick. I get it. But, you know, he fucked you over. He a bad guy. Don't fucking let him get away with that. If you let him get away with that, he's going to do that to other people. So stand up. And, uh... You guys, uh, you guys remember that song, Skrillex, uh, Fist of the Equinox, or whatever the fuck it is? Let me look that up. See what the, I mean, Fist of the Year, is that what it is? You guys know what I'm talking about. You know what Skrillex is? Skrillex is that dude that makes all that fucking, uh, 
mechanical sounding techno. Let's see. Fist of the year. Dubstep. That's the word I'm looking for. Dubstep. There we go. You guys remember this video? I can't fucking play it and shit. Because uh, they'll like... Let me just see if I can play just a little bit of it. Maybe if I play just a little bit of it, they won't fucking copyright my shit. So anyway, uh, I love this video. The video is basically a little girl, and uh, she's walking down the street, and then like this pedophile dude follows her into this abandoned building, and he's going to do pedo shit to her, but it turns out she's a giant demon who is just luring her down there, luring him down there so she can murder him with her demon abilities. So anyway, I'm just going to play this part of the song for you. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna play. Call nine one one now. I like this song. So anyway, I did not know this. Maybe you guys did, but I did not know this. But that wave clip is actually taken from this viral video of this crazy woman who is screaming at a bunch of skaters because I guess they're skateboarding in a place she does not think they should be skating on. So if you ever wonder where that clip came from, it came from this right here. I'll play it up to the part she says that. Get off the steps now! I want the camera. Who gave you permission? I need your names! Drill Sergeant! Who gave you permission to film? Get off the steps! If you don't shut up! I'm calling the police now! Call 911 now! <laughs> so that's where that comes from. Call 911 now! So anyway, that's where Skrillex sampled that from, in case you guys are wondering. This crazy bitch right here. I'd play the whole video, but it's really annoying. It's just her acting like a crazy idiot and screaming at them for a solid four minutes. You guys get the picture. But learn something new every day. And uh, here's some crazy ass shit. So this couple, they just sleeping. I don't know what they're sleeping out here for. And this doesn't look like a very good place to sleep, in my opinion. Looks like they're sleeping out in the middle of a parking lot or something. I don't know what they're doing. But anyway, these two couple are just fucking sitting there sleeping their ass off. And this cop rides up and he sees there's a goddamn rattlesnake about to bite their ass while they're sleeping check this shit out scary hey guys guys hey don't move okay. there's a rattlesnake right next to you okay don't move okay go toward me and he's like, <laughs> Throw <toward> me. <laughs> he's like, gone. Come here, don't run away. Come here. You're on your own, baby. Don't run away. You're Come on here. your own. Good Throw luck with that me. snake. That's a rattle. I'm taking off. Yep. That's what I would have done, too. Sorry, babe. It's a fucking snake. I'm out of here. As soon as he said a word about a snake, I'd have been up and gone. He said, don't move, snake. And I'd be like, fuck this. I'm out of here. Hell no, man. I ain't had those snakes. And uh, yeah. So. I love this shit. This guy got like a $10,000 stereo system and a $1,000 car. And uh, I never really understood this shit. Look at this. It's like getting a massage. Look at that air. Look at that piece of shit. The whole thing's going to vibrate apart. Maybe that's why he put it in such a cheap piece of shit. So if it tears up, he doesn't have to worry about it. But yeah, that's some crazy shit. But the reason I want to show this video is because I actually used to have a stereo system like this. Believe it or not, back when I had a bunch of money, made all my money in porn. Um... I bought me a RAV4, and I put a $6,000 stereo system in the back of a RAV4 for some reason. I don't know why I did it. So stupid. I used to ride around playing my music way too loud because I wanted people to look at me, wanted to get attention and shit. Just so cringe to think back. 
at, uh, at being like that. That's the only reason you behave like that. Because you can't even really hear the music. The music doesn't even really sound very good when it's that loud. It's just like it's the perfect way to become deaf. deaf. It's just uh, just to show out. Everybody look at me. Isn't my music so loud? <laughs> now you get to hear it too. It's just annoying. Not being a very steward to society when you do shit like that, in my opinion. And uh, here's some more crazy shit. So imagine like there are these dudes and you're just like in this restaurant having a nice fucking meal. And then all of a sudden, a huge melee breaks out every fucking where. And uh, one dude gets especially whooped in this video, we're going to see. So anyway, they're just sitting here. It's a nice day, isn't it? That meal we had was really good. I'm full as fuck. What do you think about the job Trump is doing as president? Ah, I think he's a big smelly dick licker. Me too. Worst dick licker ever. And uh, it's about to happen. It's all happening. Come on. Happen quicker. Skip ahead a little bit. Skip, skip, skip to my loose. Skip, skip. Here we go. So then all of a sudden, these guys come in. Now, one of these guys, I think it's this dude, or is it this dude? One of these dudes gets the shit kicked out of him. And these dudes are like, what's going on? Are these guys really going to sit here and fight in front of me? Nah, they're not really going to fight. And then, yo, there he goes. Boom. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a good solid punch. So it's this dude. This dude gets fucking whacked, man. I oh, know it's this dude. This dude gets whacked. He gets knocked out. So he out like a fucking light, and they all fucking falling down, and he gets punched again, gets knocked out again, and he gets knocked out again, and then he kicked again. He getting fucking beat the shit out while he's just fucking asleep, man. And uh, this dude pick him up, ragged off, and then he gets kicked in the face a fucking again, just sitting there. And then he tries to get up, but he can't. So this dude gonna punch him again, gonna pick up him, and this guy's gonna like protect him. He's like, that's my friend. Don't you punch my friend again while he's down. He try to help his friend out, pick him up. But anyway, these motherfuckers don't know what the fuck's going on. What the hell just happened? That's some crazy-ass shit, yo. So, yeah, long story short, don't fight. Fighting stupid makes you look dumb. And uh, you guys remember this guy from my last video? This is the guy who uh, injects synthanol into his muscles, and he has the largest arms in Russia. He has a small chest, small legs, small everything, giant-ass, weird-looking arms. But, no, I'm not going to make fun of him because that's his deal. not going to body shame. But anyway... Apparently, he's injected so many synthanol shit in his arms, he actually thinks he's a tough guy. And he's decided to enter one of these slapping contests. But no, you don't have any muscle, so you can't slap. Look at this weak-ass slap. You don't have any muscle, so you can't slap hard, dude. I can slap harder than that. And he look, looks embarrassed, and that guy's like, yeah, now you're now you going to get returned. Look how big this guy is. Or this guy. Look how big this guy is. With your fake-ass arms. Yeah, that's a slap. That's why you don't do that. Who are you proving anything to? Why are you being like this? Who gives a shit how tough you are? You're just making yourself look even dumber by being involved in this. But I'm a man. I'm a man. This this woman needs better friends. Like this dude, is, she's built like a brick house. But oh, that was a hard kick, wasn't it? Right in her head, dude. Do not do that. That's all I'm going to play of that. The rest of the shit's fake as fuck. And last but not least, we're going to play this clip. From this cell phone store, and this is funny, basically these two guys come in here and they're just going to rob the place. They go rob this motherfucker. Well, this motherfucker, he just like, okay, he exit out to the back door and then he locks them inside there. So they're basically like imprisoned inside this place. I love to see this happen. So they're both going to get the cash. That dude's already out of there. And then he about to realize, oh, no, we locked in here. We have done fucked up. Nope. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. 
So he's gonna go to the back door. Oh shit, can we get out the back door? That way other guy got out? Nope, that door's locked too. Well, I'm just gonna pick this up and try to slam it to the door. I'm gonna try to pry the door open. Nope, that ain't gonna work. The fucking place got bars all over it. <laughs> so what's funny about it is these guys stand there and they're begging the people outside to let them out. And instead the people outside are filming them on cell phones and making fun of them. And now they're all of a sudden real nice. Now they try to ride the place. They're like, come on, man, please, just let us out, please, man. Whoa, please, have a heart. We're not having a heart towards you. You just walked in with the guns and tried to fucking rob my place. Now you want to be all buddy and buddy because you're locked in? Fuck you, motherfuckers. Listen to him. <laughs> How you going to record me? You got me locked in here and you're recording me? Just let me out, bro. Let me out. No, you're not getting out. You guys are getting arrested. Yep. You have made a horrible error. And then at the very end, they actually show... They actually show outside. They're they're out there <laughs> filming them, making fun of them. Ha-ha. Uh -huh. to get out so bad, but he can't. Funny, funny. Bad life decisions. You just put the whole battery in this bag. You guys not only got arrested, but you got fucking clowned by everybody. So stupid. Fucking thieves. Don't steal shit. So anyway, that's it for the video segment this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Had a few cool videos on there, I thought. And I'll make sure to have that segment for you next time. I'll try not to skip that. I tried to find videos, like I said, for the last two shows, but I didn't find anything. And I don't like I don't want to show you guys shit if I don't have the fucking content. I don't want to fake it. I don't want to put out bad content just to put out something out. So, you know, if I got the nuts, I show it to you guys. And if I don't, I don't. That's the way it works. I try to be honest about this. Let's read the super chats and then we'll continue with the show. All right, an hour forty minutes into the show. Man, the show goes by so fast. Um Forever 0101, two dollars. Dusty, you should watch police activity videos. Okay, well, we watch police activity videos sometimes. That's one thing we do on the show, so I'll watch some more of that. Uh, H.S. Ross on the $10 Canadian. TYT's Progressive Economic Pledge. Fight for a $15 minimum wage. All right, that sounds very, very good. I'll, I'll, I'll be aboard with that. Medicare for all. Okay, that sounds awesome. I'm on deal for that. Green New Deal. Yes, Green New Deal. I'm on the deal for that. Uh, zero net emissions by 2050. Yes, please. College for all. Yes, please. And money out of politics. Yes, please. Google it to sign an advocate. All right, well, I'm all on board for every one of those things. That sounds like a great idea. Definitely suggest you guys Google that and sign the Progressive Economic Pledge and uh, encourage other people to do that. Bishop Davis, $5. What distinction do you draw between your past videos of confronting priests compared to that videos of that guy confronting Trumpists? Just curious. Well, for one, the guy who was, um, that I confronted on the street was screaming at me that I'm going to be tortured forever. And, uh, I wasn't like, yelling at him or getting up in his face. I was just holding my dog, having a conversation. I wasn't trying to start violence or anything like that. But at the same time, like, I wanted to question a lot of the shit I did in my old videos, like, if it wasn't that cool of me to do. Those videos, like, I don't really have that much of a problem with because I wasn't, like, screaming at them or anything. And I wasn't up in their face, obviously, trying to cause violence or anything. If he was just trying to have a discussion with them or, you know, just trying to debate them, I wouldn't have a problem with that. It was the getting up in their face and the yelling at them and the obviously trying to intimidate them, hoping that they would become violent so he could punch them that I had the problem with. Otherwise, just talking at them I had a problem with. And 
if you're doing it, you know, in a, in a calm way, which I think all my videos were very calm. I don't, I didn't yell or scream at anybody. I didn't call them names. I was just trying to debate them, which I think is fine. So there's a difference there. But at the same time, like I said, I don't have any problem looking at my past videos and uh, considering maybe I should have done things differently, especially if they're pointed out to me. No problem with that. H.S. Ross, $5. Sorry, in addition to $15 minimum wage, the first plank includes collective bargaining and generally fighting for workers instead of corporate donors. I think that's a great idea. Definitely need more workers' rights. You know, we, we shouldn't be uh, so under the thumb of super, super rich people who just want to wring every dollar out of us they can. Uh, definitely not good for the majority of us. It only benefits a very small section of society while the rest of us suffer. So I'm on board for that. What up? According to Awesome Gaming. Not much, Awesome Gaming. What up with you, dude? Thanks for the $2. I appreciate it. All right. More Super Chats, please. Super Chats. On with the show. Be sure to ask me something super fucking embarrassing. I don't think anybody's ever asked me anything that I was like, damn, I can't answer that. That's too fucking embarrassing. So see what you guys can do. And uh, you either die a hero or you live long enough to watch yourself become the villain. And that's exactly what's happened with John Cleese. Um, I have no idea why John Cleese has decided to destroy his image like this. It's almost like a lot of these guys get to a certain age. They get to become 60 or 70 and they just fucking lose their goddamn minds and decide to say stupid shit in public without having any idea what the fuck they're talking about. And uh, so John Cleese said, and it's taken a lot of shit for, unsurprisingly, I've been assured by some geneticist that the idea of race is purely a social construct that has no basis in reality. Good news. But I think they should inform the Institute of Race Relations, as this may make it harder for them to pursue cases of racial discrimination. <laughs> 10,000 likes for that. Dude, just because race is mostly a social construct does not mean that people can't be discriminated against based on social constructs. What the fuck are you talking about? Of course they can. People can be discriminated against based on all fucking kinds of things. And social construct is one of the main things people are discriminated against. And you know what? When your geneticist friends try to explain something to you, maybe you should shut the fuck up and listen, dude. All right? Obviously, you're not a scientist here. But the Anthropological Association of America, the leading body of scientists who are the experts in this field have come forward and said that, yes, race is mostly a social construct. It is not a very useful classification as far as biology goes because of... I could explain it, but I guess i try to explain it real quick. Basically, the reason is, is because there is no real set guidelines on what genes you need to be considered one race as opposed to the other. And the reason it's not a useful classification is because you could have... You could take two black people and two white people, and it's unusual, but sometimes... One of the black people and one of the white people will be genetically similar, more genetically similar than the two black people are. And so if that's the case, using this blanket uh, classification of people by race for biological reasons becomes useless. Now, as far as using it for a social reason and to understand, you know, people have treated black people a different way because of the social construct of race and understand the implications that it's had on society and the lives of minorities. That's completely valid. It's completely valid to say, hey. You know, racist shitbags have been racist towards these people and it has made their life worse. And we can recognize the social construct of racism and how it has affected people. And at the same time, understand that the biological classification of race is not very useful. Very easy to understand. Your geneticist friends are trying to help you out and make you not look stupid, but you will not take their advice. You are just going to look stupid on your own. And so, but he got 10,000 likes for this. You know, shitheads got to be shitheads for sure. Sean says, something being a construct doesn't mean it has no basis in reality. Money is a construct. National borders are constructs. Still real, still have effects and consequences. Educate yourself before expressing 
foolish opinions. And Sean Jen rocks. If you're not following Sean Jen or watching his videos, be sure to do that. At least he got 6.1K likes on this. Uh, good to see that there is some reasonable people out there doing well on the internet. Come on, John Cleese. Don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. Sad to see. And, uh, oh, God, this is so, I don't want to say cringe. Uh, suboptimal. So I'm not saying cringe as much anymore. We're going to say suboptimal. So this is, if like, I used to have black relatives all the time who were racist as fuck. But when they would talk about black people they liked, they would say, but he's one of the good ones. My grandma used to have this uh, black friend who would fix her car all the time. And uh, while he wasn't around, she would say, he's a good N-word. He's a good N-word. Of course, she would say the word, you know, the full hard E-R at the end. He's one of the good ones. He's a good N-word. And she said it like it was a compliment, but it's not a compliment. It's not a compliment at all. You're being a racist fucking shithead. So anyway, this is the gay equivalent of that, where Steven Crowder has... Dave Rubin on and explains to him, I wouldn't treat you like I treat Carlos, even though I use racial uh, gay slurs against Carlos repeatedly, even though I'm gay bullying him and gay badging him. I wouldn't do that to you, Dave Rubin, because you're one of the good ones. And Dave just sits there like the fucking token he is and takes it, wondering if he's dying inside a little bit while he's helping propagate these anti-gay motherfuckers. But listen to this. And you know what? I would never make a joke about you being lispy because there's no truth to it. You actually speak more clearly. I wonder you you and you know what? I would never make a joke face. about you being lispy because there's no truth to it. You actually speak more clearly. I wonder you you and you know what? I would never make you're one of the good ones. I wouldn't make fun of you, Dave Rubin. I only make fun of the other queers who I don't like. Yeah, dude, we see right through that shit. We know what you're doing. He's your token gay. So that's why you would make fun of him, because you agree with what he says, and you guys, you know, are one-sided. That's the way, completely the way you are. And uh, here's a video, I think I've showed this before, but here's uh, Prager U's president, Dennis Prager, telling uh, Dave Rubin that he wants him to continue to call himself a liberal because it helps the right when he does that, and that's exactly why he does it. We've been saying this forever. That's why he keeps calling himself left-wing. That's why people like Tim Pool keep calling themselves left-wing. They're lying. Because it gives them street cred. Because conservatives can say, see, Dave Rubin and Tim Pool are saying the exact same thing we say. And they're liberals. That shows you how crazy liberals are. Even liberals agree with us. But no, they're not liberals. They're fucking conservatives. They're just con men who are grifting you. And uh, Dennis Prager gives the grift up right here. Continue to say you're, you're a liberal because you're, <laughs> yeah. you're of great use uh, to, to good values. Well, don't worry. I'm not doing it for, my, for your use no, of me. I know, you are. I'm doing I it know. for myself. No, I no, no, you no, are doing no. it for yourself. Like That's Christians true. who say to me, you know, oh, we would love you to come to Christ, but you are so valuable to us as a Jew when you defend us Christians. Yeah. And they're right. You are valuable in, in the best sense of the word because the, America needs people who are clearly a, 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 a liberal and who, and to be honest, Dave and fall into the category of kosher as gay yeah. to say, hey, hello, the conservatives are not hate mongers. Hello, they should be heard. And maybe every so often you should read National Review right. or watch a PragerU video. See, he's basically saying, yeah, so you're one of our token gays. We can point to you and say, see, we like Dave Rubin. That doesn't mean we hate gays. That's exactly what racists do. You know, racist point to, see, we agree with Jesse Lee Peterson. We can't be fucking racist. Even Jesse Lee Peterson agrees with us. That's exactly what people like um, Andy Worski was doing when he's going out there doing the fucking How Hitler sign standing next to some black guy. I can't be racist. See, I'm standing next to some black guy. I got black friends. I can't be racist. We just see that's what tokenism is. That's what being a token is. We see right through that. And it works, though, of course. 
you know, you do get supported by all these right wingers because you are a right winger and they do, you know, support you because you say you're a left winger because it's part of the grift. It's very lucrative for you guys. But everybody on the left sees through it. Your fan base are not left wing at all. I mean, as much as Tim Pool says he's a left winger, is there any fucking person on this earth, anyone who is a liberal, who actually spends the majority of their time espousing uh, liberal policies, who's out there literally pushing for liberal policies and liberal candidates, who is a fan of Tim Pool? I bet there's, there may be one or two, but I bet it's a very, very, very small percentage. It's mostly right-wingers, because that's what you are, and that's what your audience is, and nobody's buying that shit. And uh, so Dave Rubin is taking a break from hosting Mike Sinovich. Remember Mike and all his rape threats? and rape Not rape threats, rape tweets. Where, uh, alpha males can rape a woman, and women like it. Women actually want to be raped by alpha males. That's what Mike Sinovich says. So now he's on there explaining how we shouldn't give health care to poor migrant children because fuck them, really. You know, fuck these little innocent children who have never hurt anybody, never done anything, who need to be protected and taken care of. They're just children. They're just children who need to be helped. Well, fuck them because that's socialism, according to left-wing Dave Rubin. Let's have a listen. Well, first off, when Gavin Newsom talks about one home, I'm fairly certain he's not inviting all of these poor illegal immigrants to stay in his home. Uh, he obviously uh, what's yeah. bizarre about this to me is, look, we can all empathize with uh, with illegal immigrants. We can all empathize with immigrants. We can. Have, but part of what they're doing with this policy is they're going to tax citizens who do not have health insurance. They're going to tax legal citizens of this country who do not have health insurance to pay pay for these people's illegal people's insurance and it's only as you noted it's only for poor illegal immigrants not of, of a certain age young people not for older people so are they saying it's it's those people are more valuable and the elderly people aren't i mean it's just sort of what we've consistent days like oh who cares if you're not if you're gonna help the young kids not the old kids why should you help anybody you're taking money from people and you're giving to these illegal immigrants dude we always fucking do that. You're not bitching when we give billions and billions and billions to Israel every fucking year so they can buy weapons and shit. And fucking Israel, they take our money and they buy weapons with it. And the money they would have taken to buy weapons with, instead, they give all of their people universal health care. So, really, we're basically paying for Israel's universal health care. You don't have a fucking problem with that, do you? But no, when it comes to poor migrant kids, when it comes to poor immigrants who need the help way worse than anybody else, suddenly you're like, well, fuck them, that's socialist. It's because you're evil asshole dude you're a fucking evil asshole instantly seen the left doing over the last couple of years just everything sort of seems like a rational position that's for poor people for women for black people etc etc and most of it is just an excuse to give the state more power Bullshit, it is. We are trying to help the most vulnerable of society and evil motherfuckers like you are standing in the way and, and, and calling for, oh, it's the government. The, the government just wants more power. You know, you know what gives the government power? Giving them autonomy over a woman's body. How much more government uh, influence can you get than controlling what women do with their body? Where, where's your outrage about that, right? What's your outrage about turning women into incubators in states like fucking Alabama and Georgia? You know? That's where government encroachment is really horrible. Not when they're trying to fucking help children. Why do conservatives always care about unborn children, but the fucking moments, moment the child's born, they don't give a shit anymore. I'm not, I'm not saying Dave Rubin is against abortion and everything. I'm not saying that. I'm sure if you ask him, he's like, I support abortion, but it's not really one of the topics he speaks out about. He speaks about all these other right-wing topics, and then when he gets caught out, he claims he supports liberal policies, but he never talks about that shit. If you don't actually talk about it, if you actually support the opposite and you support candidates who are going to do the opposite, then that's what you really believe. There's what you say you believe, and then there's what you do, and what you do actually proves what you really believe. 
I wonder if it's sustainable. Well, mathematically, you obviously can't do it, but but this theme is something we're seeing all over the place. You know, just in the last couple of days, we're, we're consistently watching the media turn on anyone who presents an alternate point of view. So anything that I say up here or that you say about this, you, you will be framed in a certain way that you're a xenophobe or something like oh, that. Yeah, you're basically bitching about them giving health care to children, the most vulnerable in our society who need it the most. Yeah, people are going to call you out for that, you evil piece of shit. Duh. It's not the media. It's the media calling us out. Yeah, the media's calling you out because of what you're saying and doing, dude. You deserve to be called out, right? You are the baddies here. Sure. You may have seen, yeah. Tucker, the uh, the cover of the New York Times yesterday was was a piece about YouTube radicalizing people to the alt-right. And my image was in the New York Times right uh, above the word alt-right. And it included people like standard conservative... Co and people like me. I was in there right with you, Dave. And I didn't go on Fox News and whine and bitch, did I? No, I laughed about it because I read the article and the article was good, right? God, you guys are such snowflakes. It's just pathetic, dude. It's fucking pathetic. Uh, ben Shapiro and Dr. Jordan Peterson and the, the mainstream media and our political establishments just making it more difficult every day. And by the way, the of more course. that they do it, the more they try to make decent people seem like fringe, extreme, far-right actors, the more they're going to drive people to those positions. Exactly. So we have a multi- well, That's true. I mean, but isn't that good for you? Shouldn't you encourage that? And what he's saying is right. I mean, how many, like, Steven Crowder has made millions in the last two weeks. Like, millions that guy's made over the controversy because other shitheads love to support shitheads. And so, definitely, like, Black Pigeon Speaks, he got banned from YouTube briefly yesterday. And it did nothing. They, they reinstated him. And it did nothing but make him hugely more popular. So, he's right about this. But at the same time, like, uh, it, it's sad to see. It's sad to see that how much you shitheads are being supported by other shitheads simply because people call you out on your evil-ass behavior. Multi-pronged problem here that we got to fix. And they're desperate because in the end, they know that they're liars and you're not. And you're going to oh, win God. and they're going to lose. Bullshit. And I can't wait for that day. That's Dave the Rubin plan, man. They're liars. Dave Rubin literally working for a guy who teaches homosexuality is the same as pedophilia and bestiality you work for a guy who thinks that your husband who you claim to love is the same as a pedophile you take his money you you fucking you're just the worst like you, you have no integrity you're fucking bottom of the barrel and anybody with any brain whatsoever sees right the fuck through you which is why you have to go on fox news just like liberals do so many liberals go on fox news and defend conservative policies don't they and uh also, now we're on Dave Rubin. It's hard to believe just how much Dave Rubin has changed. I'm going to play you this clip from three years ago. It's like a completely different human being. The grift is fucking real, yo. When people like the uh, the hate preacher from PragerU, the billionaire fracker who pays Dave Rubin, shows up at his house with a buttload of fucking money, Dave caves immediately and changes everything he fucking believes to suckle on that tit of conservative money. But... He was suckling on the tit of liberal money a few years ago, and here's what he was talking about. Hey guys, we're doing another Q&A. You guys submitted questions on Aura.TV and on the Twitter, so here we go. James Lay asked, how likely do you think that Bernie Sanders will be the next president? Uh, if you guys know anything about me at this point, you know that I do like Bernie. He's the guy that I, pretty much everything he says, I pretty much agree with. I don't know that we could pay for all of it, but I'm pretty much there. Like Bernie, I have a hard time making fun of him, except for the Larry David stuff which SNL's handling pretty well. Uh, how likely, unfortunately, 
I find it very hard to believe that sort of an old socialist from, uh, from New Hampshire is going to be the next president. I, I don't necessarily see it, but don't lose right. hope. people get angry every time I say that. That doesn't mean that this thing is not good, because what he can do is, look, if it's going to be Hillary on the Democratic side, he can push her left or pull her left, right? And what he can also do beyond that is change the dialogue even after whoever, even if a Republican. This Dave Rubin wants the left to be further left, man. It's an entirely different guy than the guy we have now. 100% different. Became the next president. Uh, you know, some of the social stuff and the money in politics and the 1%, all that stuff. He's made that discussion important. And uh, not everything always comes just because the president's the guy in charge. So try to feel good about that. At Ken if Anyway, and then a few months, le- a few moments later, I guess it was a few months probably, but. few moments later. If everything basically stays like it is right now, and my choice in 2020 is either Trump or Bernie or Elizabeth Warren or Gavin Newsom or one of these crazy progressives, I'm voting Trump. And I won't have a problem doing it. And that that just shows you how everything is is all over the place right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that does show you how everything is all over the place. And by everything, that means you. You're all over the place, you fucking shameless grifter. It's obvious to see what you're doing. So anyway, totally different Dave Rubin than we have now, but I miss the old Dave. Why can't you be that Dave? We'll probably see that Dave again. Someday the, the grift will wear out. The Republican grift will wear out. Well, maybe not. I guess he's working for all these billionaires, so... I guess they will continue to pay him forever and ever and ever. And now it's time to shit on Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is making the case that same-sex couples shouldn't be allowed to adopt because Father's Day and Mother's Day are separate holidays. This is the cool kids philosopher, folks. This is who the Republicans think is the genius of our time. Fucking little Benny Shapiro. What you gotta say, Benny? What are your thoughts on adoption in the States? Well, adoption needs to be made much easier. Right now, it's, it's insane, but states are basically cracking down on adoption agencies if those adoption agencies have religious backgrounds. And we've seen adoption agencies Good. in places like Massachusetts actually shut down if they prefer to hand a baby over to a traditional male-female couple as opposed to a same-sex couple. So Catholic charities have shut down adoption services in Massachusetts because of this. Now, I think that there is a perfectly secular, rational case for handing a baby over to a male and a female because I don't... No, there's not any kind of... Per- <laughs> Perfectly rational case for a secular reason to exclude gay people from adopting children. Like, what the fuck you're talking about? Everything you say, your entire opinion about this is only because of your religious beliefs. There's no secular reason for this whatsoever. And the secular reason he's about to give is so stupid, it's hard to believe he's actually going to say this, but he is. So let's listen to him. Don't think that males and females are the same. I don't think fathers and mothers are the same, which is why every single Father's Day and Mother's Day, I make the same joke on Twitter. It's a running joke, and it is happy second legal guardian of unspecified gender day. Because if you don't think there's a difference between fathers and mothers or males and females, then why have a Father's Day or a Mother's Day? Just have an unspecified legal guardian. Um, the reason we have Father's and Mother's Day is so the greeting cards can make lots of money. You know, it's a holiday specifically revolved around capitalism and making money. It's a scam. There's no reason to have these whatsoever. We don't have a Father's Day and a Mother's Day because they're totally different. And the reason we have these is, is to, to separate the two and to celebrate the different. No, that's not why we have that at all. It's specifically because of capitalism and about money and buying gifts and shit. And you've fallen for the graft. And this argument you're putting forth is completely fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. We shouldn't let gay people adopt because we have Father's Days and Mother's Days. Isn't that a totally secular, reasonable reason not to let gay couples adopt? No. 
No, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. They've actually done studies that show children who are adopted by gay couples do completely fucking fine. Definitely better for them to be adopted by gay couples than to be kept into the system. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, but you're just an evil little trollish man. God damn it, dude. In day. But if you peel a child needs a mother and a father, then yes, I think that it is perfectly fine and perfectly rational and in fact good to prefer no. All other things being equal, obviously. A male-female couple all to a male-male or a fe- That's not how it works at all in society. What? Female-female couple or a single mom. And, uh, there is nothing, I think, remotely controversial about that yes. in a social science sense. Now, again, that's Bullshit. all you never looked be. into it, then. If you think that's not controversial to say that couples, gay couples who adopt children don't do just as good of a job as straight couples, you've never looked into the social sciences. And... That's not surprising. It's not surprising you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But then the claim that you've done so, you know what you're talking about, just makes you look even more fucking stupid, dude. It's so transparent that you're a pseudo-intellectual that doesn't look up anything. You just make cases based off your religion and then try to go back in time and uh, make it about secularism. But it has nothing to do with that. We see through it. Well, if you're talking about an abusive household where the male is abusing the female as opposed to two males who are not abusing each other, obviously that is different. If obviously. you're talking socioeconomically, the difference between growing up in a, in, a, in a house on food stamps as opposed to growing up in a middle-class household, that makes a difference too. Right. It's multifactorial, in other words. Right. But one of the things that would make adoption easier is more adoption agencies, not fewer adoption agencies. Also, the hoops that you have to run through in order to adopt are... Wouldn't the best way to do it is just have all adoption agencies quit discriminating against people because of their sexual orientation and just adopt babies to whoever the fuck wants them, whoever's going to have a good home for it. Wouldn't that be the way to do it? That's what I think. But no, Benny want to make sure gay people can't get babies because it's just bad for the babies. What if the babies are gay because they grew up in a gay household? I was going to say that my girlfriend grew up in a gay gay household and that didn't make her gay, but she actually is bisexual. So that's a bad example. Doesn't necessarily mean it's true, but I mean, I, I could see that if you were raised in a gay household, you might be more open to your sexuality, and you wouldn't like uh, like a lot of a lot of guys. They're just so worried that somebody's going to think they're gay, even if they do have a slight attraction to other guys. They hide it as hard as they possibly can, and they gay bash to try to cover it up because that's the way they're raised. And I guess probably couples raised by gay people are less likely, or not couples, children raised by gay people are less likely to do that. But anyway, um, oh yeah. Did you guys see this one today? Apparently, a black child walked out of a Dollar Tree store with a doll, and so they called the cops, and the cops came, and they threatened to blow the head off the mother because she wouldn't get out of her car over a doll from a Dollar Tree store. Take her license and just, like, or talk to her calmly. It's not that big of a deal, dudes. Fucking cops, man. Come on. She's holding a baby. I'm going to put a cap in your ass. Get him out. I mean, literally, all you had to do was pull your car up behind theirs and block her in and get out and say, ma'am, look, you're child took a doll from the dollar store and we have to discuss this you're not going anywhere until you discuss this with us so can you please get out of the car and discuss this with us 
That's literally all that had to happen. Just stand there and be calm about it. Instead of pulling your guns, you're going to get a cop. I mean, why are cops so pathetic like this? You guys don't have to behave like this. You can be nice and you can calmly and rationally de-escalate the situations. And look, even if you can't fucking get her to behave, just take her license and address down. Let her go home and go pick her up later or whatever. Like, you know, it's a Dollar Dollar Tree doll, man. Is it really necessitate this kind of response? Yes, get out now. Get out the fucking car. Recording? Yeah, I'm recording it. Put your hands up. I don't give a shit. Put your hands up. Hands up. I'm putting a baby. I can't put my hands up. And arrest that guy. And finally, she's calm. She's crying, and he's calmed down and put his gun a little bit. When I tell you to do something, you fucking do it. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not complying with me. When I tell you to do something, you fucking do it. I am. What is wrong with these cops, man? It's just like the worst bully you can possibly imagine in school grows up and decides he wants more power over people and becomes a cop, and they behave like this. Like, it's just so frustrating to watch. Just calm your tits, dude. And I'm not saying all cops are like this. Like, I've had some really, really good experiences with cops, man. That cop that came by and arrested Nate. You know, my roommate, the guy that killed himself, he was so nice, man. He was nice, and he was polite and respectful. I even lied to him about what my name was because I didn't know who the fuck he was, and I don't want to give anybody my name, and that's against the law. You can't even, like, lie to cops about your name and shit. But he was even nice about that. He was so calm and nice, and I was like, uh, this is how all cops should act. So not all cops are like this, but it's really frustrating when you find them. They definitely need to be pointed out and uh, fired, but these guys won't be fucking fired, no doubt about it. They'll probably be promoted. That's the way it usually works. They take care of each other. They have each other's backs. And that's why people don't trust cops because the good ones don't call out the bad ones. And uh, I guess uh, Sarah Sanders, who is the uh, White House spokesperson, she's retiring apparently. And she's Sarah Sanders hopes people remember her as being transparent and honest. Like these people have no fucking shame. Literally lies for a living. Literally on record admitting that she lies for a living. Like, she got called out where she said that she had all these FBI agents told her something about somebody. She had tons of them emailed her and told her about them. And then later when she was questioned under oath, she admitted she just made all that shit up. She actually had no correspondence with any FBI agents whatsoever. And she just, like, got in front of reporters and just lied her ass off. That's what she does every fucking time. So, uh, Steve Shives makes whatever says, yeah, and Jeffrey Dahmer hoped people would remember him as a vegetarian. That's exactly right, dude. No one's going to fucking remember you as a transparent, honest person. They're going to remember you as the horrible shrew you are. The horrible, lying bitch who covered up for one of the most evil men to ever have the presidents of the United States. You were part and parcel, part of this evil. You helped drive our country into a direction it absolutely never should have gone in. You should be ashamed of yourself. I hope no one ever fucking lets you live this down. I hope you're a pariah in society for the rest of your fucking life. And uh, can't wait to see who he replaces her with. It's going to be somebody even more awful, I'm sure. And the righties are all still pissed off about drag queen hour at local fucking libraries and shit. Because they really don't have anything better to outrage people over. You know, to get everybody's heckles up and make you hate transgender people. So they have to attack things like this. Completely harmless shit like this that actually helps children 
actually teaches children about acceptance and about how when you encounter different people like transgender people, they're completely normal, just like you, and you should treat them with respect. You shouldn't treat them like they're, you know, weird or icky or others. It's very, very beneficial to children to have this kind of interaction. But no, Fox News ain't having it. And Nikki McCain Ramirez says the right's new obsession with attacking drag queen story hour stems from a homophobic far right conspiracy theorist obsessed with pedophilia. It really is. It has nothing to do with pedophilia. It has nothing to do with turning your kids gay. If your kid was going to be turned gay because he hung out with a transgender person or a or a drag queen, drag queens are not transgender, but you know what I'm saying. Either way, then that kid was probably already going to be gay ahead of time. Very, very little chance any drag queen changed your kid into being gay. But it's not about being drag. It's about the fallout of Pizzagate and Q. And it's about vilifying the gay community as a whole. And that's exactly what it is. So let's listen to Fox News freak out about drag queen hour. Your group's main objection to these drag queen story hours that are popping up all across the country. All right. Thank you again, Laura, for having me on the show. My name is Arthur Shopper. I'm the organization director for Mass Resistance. We are the international pro-family group that makes the difference. International pro-family group. Is there anybody that trusts this guy with your kids? Because if you do, you're fucking insane. Look at this creepy motherfucker. Damn. Contacting us all over the country about these perverse programs. I mean, the bottom line is this. You have adult homosexual men, adult entertainers, Going into a public library. Adult entertainers. They're not porn stars. They're drag queens, dude. I mean, technically, by your definition, any actor that is in an R-rated movie is an adult entertainer. You're just framing it that way to try to demonize them and try to make it look like these perverts around children in order to scare the audience. You fucking douchebag. Uh, reading to children. I mean, that alone should not only be sending off alarms, but people <laughs> should be, uh, you know, demanding this to be canceled even before it starts. Oh my God, they're reading to children. Holy shit, how horrible. Oh my God, what the fuck, dude? Seriously, Saudi Arabia murdered a United States journalist and the president helped cover it up, man. The president just sold them Hundreds of billions of dollars in weapons in which they're using against civilian population in a war, dude. You're worried about drag queen reading stories to fucking children. What the fuck? How could this be real life right now? How could people really think this is stuff worth arguing about or talking about or being outraged over when real shit is going on? Just so frustrating. Okay, we're talking. We're not talking about diversity here. We're talking about deviance. We're talking about perverse and destructive lifestyles. Being are you talking about yourself? Because these drag queens ain't doing nothing perverse, dudes. They're just wearing a dress. This is nothing. They got makeup on. They're reading fucking stories to children. It's nothing. Being animated or advertised to children as if it's normal. It is normal. I mean it's fucking normal. Who gives a shit? They're you know, you know how long drag queens have been around. Drag queens have been around since the beginning of theater. Like back in the day, women weren't allowed to be in productions in certain plays. So in Shakespeare plays, they had men playing all the women's parts. This is how drag got started, right? Drag even stands for something. Uh, something about it being a guy. Really a guy. Something really a guy. D dude is really a guy. or That's dude. Something. Anyway, that's what drag stands for, right? It's part of been part of theater since the very fucking beginning. There's nothing per perverse about it. It's just acting. Like, dude, seriously. These people would just... Their, their, their whole jobs are just to scare people. Fear, fear, fear. Make you hate people that you feel are different than you. Because then they can, you know, con you into voting against your own best interest again and again and again. And that's what happens again and again and again. Man, I still got a lot of shit to cover. And we're already two hours and 15 minutes into this show. I think I'm going to go for three hours just for another 45 minutes and call it a night. Maybe cover the rest of the show the next show. Because uh, 
man, I can't believe I got all this stuff to cover still. So anyway, there's a, uh, a comedian. I guess she's a comedian in the UK. And it's funny watching these comedians on like mainstream shows in Britain now talk shit about Owen, not Owen Benjamin, uh, Benjamin, uh, what the fuck? Carl Benjamin, Sargon of ACOD. So uh, she's making a joke about him. But before I show this, apparently this same woman also made a joke about milkshakes and about how uh, she wishes the milkshakes contained acid instead. And I think that's a really stupid, horrible, dumb joke. Now, is it a joke? Yes, it's a joke. And if you're going to think it's okay for Carl to make rape jokes, but it's not okay for her to make jokes about acid, then that's a double standard and you're ridiculous. If all jokes are acceptable, then all jokes, you know, should be acceptable to you, right? You shouldn't fucking bitch and moan that she made a joke about throwing acid at conservatives. But I have a problem with that joke. I think that's a stupid joke. I think that all that does is that encourages violence, which is absolutely ridiculous and should not be done. But I also have a problem with the rape joke, too. So, you know, I'm at least consistent on that. But anyway, it's funny to watch on mainstream television in the UK. Them shit on Carl Benjamin. So let's have a look at Sargon of Akkad getting roasted on television in Britain. Police are investigating whether UKIP Euro candidate Carl Benjamin might have committed a crime when he stated he might rape Labour MP Jess Phillips. I think it's shocking that politics has been reduced to such vile and abusive personal attacks, especially from a twat-faced, beardy, tiny-cocked tosser like him. (laughs) Oh, snap. That's some ad hominem shit right there, but probably fits. I think Carl has earned that shit. Like I said, not a fan of that lady because of her other stupid joke, but weird to see that people I've been shitting on forever on the internet are now getting mainstream attention. And uh, like I said earlier, Black Pigeon Speaks gave a, well, he, I guess he got removed from YouTube briefly. I actually looked up some of the shit he did, and he's a shithead, big time shithead. But anyway, um, so Sean Jen pointed out some I guess, private messages that Black Pigeon Speaks sent him after he made a video about Black Pigeon Speaks to show these people don't really care about other people's free speech. They don't care about other people being censored whatsoever. They're just hypocrites about this whole fucking thing. What happens to them, it's always playing the victims, but they are more than willing to do it to other people. So he sent uh, Sean this message. Please do not be cowardly. Okay, I'm a nice guy, so heads up. You might want to take down the videos from your channel with my content before YouTube does it for you. So yeah, you see right there, they don't give a shit. That will censure you in a fucking heartbeat. But as soon as it happens to them, they play the victim and they get make tons of money and get way more popular, which is exactly what happened here. He got reinstated and he got very popular because people like Paul Joseph Watson and TJ and everybody on the internet went to bat for him. And so, yep. Thanks, YouTube. Thanks for just making these shitheads even more popular. Either ban them or don't. But don't fucking go halfway with it and make the assholes more popular. But they are nothing but hypocrites. And uh, next up, this is from the Tennessee Holler. Oh, God, did you guys see this shit? Holy fucking shit, dude. This is Detective Grayson Fitz, who's also a pastor. And uh, he called for the execution of LGBTQ people. LGBTQ. LGBTQ people. And he's on paid sick leave until July 9th, but I actually looked this up, and they've decided not to fire him for this. Nothing is going to be done because this falls under free speech. I guess calling for the deaths of gay people is covered by free speech. Uh in Knox County. So here's what he had to say. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's five minutes, but I'm just going to play enough to piss you off. So let's listen. I'm sick of sodomy getting crammed down our throats. My wife sent me an article last night about Taylor Swift. Do you know who Taylor Swift is? She's some pop singer, okay? About her petitioning the Tennessee legislature to try to get this anti-LGBTQ discrimination bill 
passed where it'd be illegal for you to discriminate them. It's infecting our nation, people. Culture's changed. The Bible is not outdated, okay? The federal government, the police, or what have you, should enforce Leviticus 2013. That is the purpose of this sermon. Oh, the government should be enforcing Bible laws. Well, okay then, I guess the government should be enforcing the stoning of children who are disrespectful to their parents, you know, the... The Bible should bash the baby's heads against rocks. The Bible should be enforcing that you have to marry your rapist, right? The Bible should be be enforcing all this biblical shit, right? Or should the Bible only enforce the stuff you pick and choose out of the Bible and deem is worthy? Is that how you want to play this? Because that seems like how you want to play this. Because I'm pretty sure that if the government enforced the Bible standards, you yourself would be killed right now. I'm pretty sure the clothing you're wearing is mixed fabrics. I'm sure you've done tons and tons of shit. I'm sure you've taken God's name in vain a time or two. I'm sure you've committed lots of sins the Bible says you should be put to death for, right? So let's go ahead and do that. Let's start with you. How about that, Grace and Fritz? You ready to fucking be the first in line for this? I highly doubt it, you fucking asshole. And he's so worried. Oh my God, we're not going to be allowed to discriminate against gay people anymore. That's a good thing, dude. You're the baddies. How do you not see this? is to show you that. Those were the laws that civil government would enforce, just like we have laws now. Murder, rape, kidnapping, adultery. They were punishable by death. You get Christians that say, well, I think homosexuality is a sin, but I don't think it should be punished, you know, by the government. Well, guess what? Uh, You know, you're so hardcore. It's a sin, really? It is a sin, and it was punished by civil government. You understand that? He says, space child, surely be put to death. But it's not anymore, and that's a very good thing. There are lots of things like that that used to be part of the law. Hey, you know, there used to be laws that black people couldn't fucking drink out of water fountains or sit in the front of buses or, you know, we had all kinds of bad laws in our history. It's good that we got rid of these laws, you piece of shit. Just kind of driving it home that uh, uh, the death penalty for someone being a homosexual. Christ redeemed us from the law. Bestiality is good. You are saying the same thing. When you say that Leviticus 2013 should just be abolished. It should Just be. because you want it to. Because you like watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Love that. Because you like watching all the Disney movies. Hell yeah. Because like you, you like watching all of these freaks on TV. You understand? Uh, you're the only freak I see, dude. You're just an evil fucking freak. And imagine if you had a case that Grace and Fritz was working and you were gay. Imagine you were a victim of a crime or something or one of your relatives were and this was the guy that showed up. Is this something that would make anybody fucking comfortable? No, this guy should not have his job. He should not be fucking anywhere near the public space. And you want to try to go soft on the homos, right? So you're like, well, I disagree with that. Then you disagree with the rest of the chapter. I do. How can you cherry pick one verse, Christian? And That's exactly what you're doing. You cherry pick the whole fucking thing. The Bible literally tells you how to beat your slaves. It literally explains how to beat your slaves, motherfucker. You're the one that cherry picks whatever you like out of this book and and use it against anybody you don't like because you're evil. You're the baddies. It's so obvious. Say that I don't agree with that verse just because it's not popular. The Bible says that they're worthy of death. The Bible says that the government, somebody stands up, oh, I'm LGBTQ. Here's how it should work. It shouldn't work where we go out and we enforce the laws because the Bible says the powers that be are ordained of God and God has instilled the power of civil government to send the police in 2019 out to these LGBT freaks and arrest them and have a trial for them. And if they are convicted, then they are to be put to death. 
This is a police officer literally saying the police should go out and arrest gay people and the government should put them to death. 2019, folks. How is this real life? Holy shit, man. You People say, oh, no, gays are treated equal now. Gays have equal rights now. It's not a problem anymore. Quit playing fucking the victim, gay people. It's identity politics. You're not fucking demonized anymore. You're not oppressed anymore. It's just identity politics. No, motherfucker. They are still demonized. They are still oppressed. There are still people like this in positions of power who are outwardly publicly calling for their executions. It's still a fucking big-ass problem that we still need, like, gay bride parades for. We still need representation of the media gay people to normalize this. This is exactly what I was talking about with the Josh Olstein stuff. Who cares if the spork is supposed to be transgender or non-binary? We need to fucking normalize this stuff for children so they don't grow up to be evil assholes like this who think people that put their penises places they don't agree with should be put to fucking death. Horrible. You understand that? It is a capital crime that should be... Uh, uh, carried out by our government. Not Christians, unless you're a policeman. Like you? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. If you're a policeman, then you know what? It should be your responsibility to carry these things out. It's terrifying. Pride parades. Man, hey, call the riot team. We got a bunch of them. Hey, get get the paddy wagon out here. We got a bunch of them that we're going to get convicted because they have all of their all of their pride junk on and and, and they're professing uh, uh, what they are that they're a filthy animal. Good God, can you imagine the nightmare society we would live in if these people got their way? And they're trying, they're trying hard to push this shit. Huh? But after this onslaught where the government's arresting them and carrying out God's laws, and they're all dead. I mean, you think it's just going to be every day? This massive? No. No, they're going to go into hiding again. They're going to obviously hide because they're scared of being put to death, just like atheists do. After they do the gay people, they're going to do atheists next. It's exactly what they're going to do. We're going to be driven underground. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not actually playing the snowflake to the victim because I have no belief any way that this is going to happen. They're not going to put gays to death. They're not going to put atheists to death. I'm not scared of that at all. This guy is just a piece of shit, and it's him that should be fired and made a social outcast, in my opinion. I guess we'll finish this up since this is really maddening. Who believes that Jesus Christ is coming back to this earth? He's going to reign with a rod of iron. <laughs> what a, and what, a what guy. laws is he going to enforce? Huh? Is he going to call Nancy Pelosi and say, hey, can you draft up a bill for me? Is that who he's going to call? Is he going to call Donald Trump and try to, hey, Donald, hey, draft up a bill for me? Nope. Obviously, the all-loving, all-powerful guy is just going to murder people brutally he disagrees with. You know, because that makes sense. Let's all worship him immediately because this is the guy we should all be worshiping. What love? God is love, isn't he? Okay, don't you feel the love radiating off these people? They're just showing us the love of Christ. The beautiful, beautiful love of Christ. For me, I need your guidance, Supreme Court. What laws do you think Jesus is going to be enforcing? None I promise you Leviticus 2013 is going to be enforced. I promise if you, don't you believe, not. Honestly, if you don't believe in Leviticus 2013, if you witness a murder, don't call police. Nothing should happen to that man. He just chose a different lifestyle. God, dude. You're so the government stupid. should be punishing sodomites. I'm trying to get you out of the fog. That is right. You know what? They are worthy of death. Love the sin, hate the sinner. Gandhi said that, and Gandhi's burning in hell. <laughs> He's still God going. ordained civil government. <laughs> and in 2019, guess who falls under that? The police fall under that, you know? 
I don't want you to walk out of here and then you go to some church where you get some homo in the leadership at that church or some homo sitting next to you in the pew and think it's just normal. If they were being arrested and they were getting their trial and then you could prove that this individual is a sodomite, which is not hard these days, you could go to the grocery store or the Lowe's and they're flamboyant and they're just out there just showing everybody, you know, walking around like a bunch of Twinkies, you know. Um, I go to Home Depot and Lowe's all the time and I don't see a whole bunch of gay people, to be honest with you. I don't see no assless chaps i think you must be looking for gay people i think you protest a bit too much out there scoping out all the fucking dudes you see now why do you hate gay people so much it's because you know in my opinion they probably bring up feelings inside of yourself that you don't want to deal with because you've been told your whole life it was evil and sinful and so you get to strike out against those feelings by blaming all the people that make you feel that way but no dude it's fine it's not sinful just suck a dick just suck it dude enjoy it you will love it, trust me. You will. They will pound your prostate. You will fucking love it. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, just just give in. Just give in, dude. Oh, guys wearing girl clothing and stuff. It wouldn't be hard. I mean, we wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't take much to make that case, people. I mean, literally, you can take a cell phone. Look at this freak. You know, his shirt that says something. You know, or him him on the 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 the. the the pride float. You want to know why I continuously like call out the anti-SJW community for adding to this narrative of hate towards SJWs and trans people and gay people. That's exactly what this does. This whole continuously doing nothing but shitting on the left and anti-SJWs is creating this atmosphere of hatred. It's backing up people like this. You know, the, the, you are emboldening people like this. That's why we should be embracing gay people. We should be embracing trans people. We should be embracing non-binary people in order to protect them and shield them from the fucking hate of dipshits like this. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, in my opinion. It wouldn't be hard to prove that. But once that gets proved, if the judge says you're guilty, the Bible says that that sentence should be carried out speedily. Why the death penalty? Why did God put the death penalty on sodomy? You can all read in here. So take this King James Bible here and read it. And don't walk into it with a preconceived idea. Don't walk into it and say, oh, I like Miley Cyrus. I think she's a good girl. Well, I like Taylor all Swift. Right. That like one song she did or whatever. If you don't she like preaching don't. like this, then guess what? It's not going to get any better. You're not going to be satisfied <laughs> with this church. If you're like, oh, no, no doubt. No, I... See ya. He could have went to jail for these cookies. But guess who complained on him? A couple of anyway, sodomites. You get the point. This guy's just the biggest dipshit in the world, biggest dickhead in the world. And he's literally a detective out there fucking interacting with gay people all the time. Definitely should not be on the public payroll, but freedom of speech. You can call for deaths of people and still go out there and have a public job somehow. Because freedom, everybody should be allowed to do whatever they want to do, no matter what it is. Nope. Do not agree with that. Sorry. I believe that, you know, if you're calling for violence upon people, that is not covered by the First Amendment. That is not covered by your free speech, and you should be called out for it. Totally shitty. All right, I'm going to skip this one. Um, maybe I'll skip all of this stuff. I was going to do, I was going to cover the Colette stuff. You know what the Colette stuff is? Uh, Colette's basically this online blog that I think it used to be a little bit more, uh, respectable than it is now but basically they jumped on board with the whole intellectual dark web and it's basically just been a dick suckathon for the intellectual dark web and anti-SCW shit they basically are supposed to be almost like a, a respectable online uh, journal for anti-SCW bullshit but it's not you know it's exactly what you would expect where they uh, lie and obfuscate things and tell half truths and spin in order to make liberals look bad and conservatives look good for the most part 
Um, so anyway, I guess they published an article recently that was from this uh, right-wing Twitter troll who made all these claims that left-wing journalists are enabling Antifa and they're like in bed with Antifa. And he wrote this article and provided absolutely no evidence whatsoever um, for any of this. And so Claire Lehman, who is the editor of Colette magazine, has been taking tons of shit. Everybody's asking her, okay, well, what, what is your fact-checking you did? Can you, can you provide your fact-checking process to show, you know, where your proof of any of this stuff is? And so uh, basically her response is this. I'll just go ahead and read you this whole thing. Colette published some nonsense without checking if there's any basis to it. And now that people are confronting Lehman about it, she's like, I have my method. I just don't publish whatever sounds good to the right. Ha ha, no. You can't see it, but it's totally exists, though, trust me. But no, they publish whatever the fuck makes the left look good and they kowtows to their right-wing audience. And this girl says, so, you didn't even fact-check, do any fact-checking or legal review? And uh, she says, you realize that the absence of evidence is not evidence of absence, right? That is a horrible answer if you're a journalist. You know, just because we don't have any evidence that this exists, just because we don't have any proof that what we said is true, doesn't mean it's not. That is not how journalism works, dude. What in the fuck? Didn't they teach that at journalism school? Don't you know anything about fucking journalism? What the fuck, dude? Anyway, so she rightly took a lot of shit for this. Um, Sean, shit on her. You, basically, she claimed that Jared Holt is an activist. Jared Holt is the one that one of the ones they shit on in the article, and Jared Holt wrote an article shitting uh, on her. And Jared Holt basically uh, messaged her, and he asked her, do you have any evidence? Do you have any proof that this stuff that you're saying about me is true? Can you show me your fact-checking process? And basically, she responded was, you're an activist. You're not a journalist. I'm not going to answer you. I'm not going to tell you what I do. And so Sean says, you're an activist posing as a journalist. Might seem less laughable coming from Claire Lehman if she wasn't a former employee of the rebel media who just two years ago was making InfoWars-style videos from them on how feminism is responsible for obesity. It's exactly the type of material she's been putting out, exactly the type anti-SJW bullshit that adds to this atmosphere and narrative they've been trying to spread for years now to help the right get elected and maintain power. Same stuff the entire skeptic community is being involved in. That's all she's done. So she is an activist posing as a journalism. That's all the fuck she does. Um, and this is more Sean shitting on her. Never trust a right-wing pundit who acts sanctimonious about civility. And this is how she responded. Civility in public discourse is so scarce these days, it's unnerving. Yes, you're so civil. So can so you ran a bogus story from notorious right-wing troll Progdad and didn't even fact-check it? Really? Really? And her response is, kiss my ass. Yeah, so civil, isn't it? It's exactly how you expect trusted reporters to act. When they're asked for evidence, the stories they're, pr they're printing are true. Kiss my ass. I don't have to owe you anything. We don't have to prove our stories. We can just say whatever the fuck we want to. Uh, you can. But that's not journalism, and you guys are not journalists. You're a rag. You're a right-wing rag who does nothing but show for conservatives and try to make liberals look bad. And we see right through you. We see right through you anyway. I guess I'll skip over the rest of that. Colette is really, really sad. And uh, Talk about PC cancel culture. Here is a Sinks or Jink or how the fuck you pronounce that guy's name for the Young Turk. Here's his little hot nephew. Hassani B. PC and cancel culture can entirely be off-putting, and there's a lot of debate about it on the left. But if you truly feel like you've been pushed away and now believe that systemic racism is made up, remember your initial skepticism that led you down this right-wing path to begin with. 
These people are selling you something and getting rewarded handsomely for it. Exactly right. Like, if you say, oh, my God, you call everybody a Nazis, you're pushing me to the right. No, fuck that, dude. If you get pushed into being a racist because you couldn't handle criticism or because some shithead, some left-wing shithead on the Internet called you something that was inappropriate, that's fucking on you, dude. You're completely responsible for your actions, and that still makes you a shithead. You can't get pushed to the fucking right. You can't get pushed to racism unless you're already headed that direction to begin with. And that's something you have to take responsibility for. That is not an excuse anybody is willing to accept. And um, here's the dumb dude. Here's rule number one. Like, if you're mouthing off to a dude who looks like a fucking stacked bodybuilder jacked to shit in back, why are you touching his face? Why are you doing that? I guess he thought he was going to be cool. Oh, I'm just touching his face. He won't do anything about it. I'm just touching his face. I'm just touching you. You're not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to be cool to do that. But, uh, yeah. Play, dick. Rewind. What are you doing, dude? Just do it. This is not that hard. Do it. All right. Fuck you. He got knocked out. You saw it. That's all you need to know. Let's try it one more time. Boom! Yeah. Yeah, you just got knocked out, dude. Don't do that. Don't fucking touch a dude's face like that. Boom! Yeah. No. Bad life decisions. And he's like, dude, get up. And he try to, like, picks him up. <laughs> He's gonna pick him up. Yeah, get up, dude. Get up, but he ain't getting up because you just waylaid him. His brain is not functioning at the moment. He is in La La Land. So, uh, yeah, bad life decisions. Bad life decisions. And Candace Owens claims that the most racist people in the world are actually black people against other black people. Oh my God, dude. Seriously. As someone who was raised and grew up in Mississippi around other white people and have heard the things white people say about black people when black people are not around, I can fucking promise you black Americans are not the most racist people in America against other black people. Like, seriously, what in the fuck? Anything this chick can do to go to bat for these white supremacist assholes who support her. She's just trying to downplay the racism on the right and try to like she always did like when she said that the left is more violent than isis uh, the left is actually more racist than fucking neo-nazis who make up the conservative republican party no dude fucking no i wish i wish i had recordings of all the shit people have said to me over the years like i told the story recently like a couple years ago i went to a ufc party that an old friend from school invited me to and it had all these people that were there that i I hadn't met had contact with them in 20 years because i don't associate with these people anymore but they were all people from my high school when i was a kid they were all at this ufc party and we were watching anderson silva fight somebody and uh, and i was like hey who are you guys uh supporting in tonight's fight with anderson silva and they were like well i ain't support no n-word but of course they didn't say n-word they said it with a hard er and i was like what and like, yeah, I ain't support no N-word. I'm for the white guy. And I'm like, oh, my God, really? Still, you guys are like this? Like, it's modern era. How could you possibly be like? Like, Anderson Silva is one of the most erudite, intellectual, well-spoken, intelligent human beings. Like, he's such a cool guy. That race is really all you see when you look at him? That's so disappointing. I actually left the party. That's how disappointed I was in the whole fucking thing. I, I kind of caused a little bit of trouble, but. I left shortly thereafter. But anyway, Candace Owens, just a fucking idiot, trying to blame the left for every fucking thing she can. Even racism. The left is definitely not more racist than the right. Like, what the serious fuck, dudes? And uh, speaking of racist assholes, here's Tim calling out a racist asshole. I guess, oh, this is uh, Imam 
Toweedy, whatever he is, he's a fake imam. Basically, he claims that he graduated some kind of theistic school or something, but he didn't. He lied about the whole thing. The school basically came out and said, no, he's a con man. He has no association with our school whatsoever. And now he goes on places like uh, Candace Owens' show, and he gets touted at like he's a real imam, like he's somebody who should be respected. But no, he's just a con man. And uh, he's like, not to worry, as his white privilege will protect him. And he's showing a school that I guess just a cutout of a school that had five brown and black kids and one white kid. And he's pointing it out. Oh, my God, it's such a problem. What the fuck? Why is this a problem? Why is the fact that there's brown children in school? And you obviously cut out just one little section of the yearbook to make your point. But it's just like Tim says. They look like good kids, you sack of shit. All these kids look nice and sweet. Like, what the fuck? Just because of their color of their skin? You're going to say that this white kid needs protection from them? Look, you fucking piece of goddamn shit. I live in an all-black neighborhood. I know you probably don't, never heard that before because I don't ever talk about it. I don't like to talk about it. I don't like to bring this up. But I live in an all-black neighborhood, goddammit. And nobody has ever said an unkind word to me. I'm the fucking only white motherfucker around here, and everybody is nice as shit to me. Like, seriously, you got to stop seeing people as their skin colors. It's not like that. It's just so frustrating. And apparently, let's see. The Boy Scouts, shockingly, have a pedophilia problem. And this is to completely be expected. I mean, they have the word Boy Scouts right in their name, and it's a Christian organization. Obviously, pedophiles are like, hey, this is the perfect fucking place to go molest boys. That's where all the boys are. The parents give them uh, give us access to their children. They completely trust us with their children, you know, and, and it's a religious organization, so they won't think we're doing anything bad, but yeah, dude, just like the Catholic Church, they're raping your kids, dude, and so a lot of the boys are coming out in public now and speaking out about it. Uh, they're brave enough to speak up. i read this a little bit. 58 years ago, Edward Pitson says, the scoutmaster who had taught him skills, like how to use a compass and a light and light a campfire, said he was going to teach Pitson about sex. The scoutmaster invited Pitson, who was 12, to his house and asked him to lie on the bed. The man assured the boy that he had seen other boy scouts naked. This is the normal way to learn about sex, Pitson recalls, the scoutmaster telling him. He said, but don't tell your parents what I'm doing. They wouldn't think you're mature enough. They wouldn't understand. The man told him a dirty story, pulled down his pants, and masturbated him. Pitson can't remember if this happened one time or if the scoutmaster invited him over again a few weeks later. But he does remember pulling up his pants after a few minutes and walking out of the room. He called after me, calling me a baby and trying to make me feel guilty, Pitson recalled. I just wanted to go home. So yeah, dude, I would be very, very uh, careful about letting your children be involved in the Boy Scouts. Like, I'm not saying the entire organization is bad. They've done a lot of good. There are a lot of good people in the Boy Scouts. They teach boys a lot of good uh, skills. But you got to keep track on what your children are up to, what these people are doing with your children, especially the people that get involved into organizations like this that gives them access to private time with your children. Don't trust these motherfuckers. The more religious it is, usually the more skeevy it is. So, yeah, dude, look out at your children. And um, Parky Molly made fun of this dude. Oh, God, this is so fucking stupid. Holy shit. This is a Pastor Gredlock. You know this guy? So apparently, uh, I'll just read what he says. If it would have been a baby, I'm sure it would have barely made the news. Freak out over a stupid duck, but pass laws to butcher babies. Bunch of demon-possessed hypocrites. And he's mad because there's a video that went viral that shows a polar bear eating and killing a live duck in front of shock zoo visitors. But dude, if it would have been a baby, I'm sure it wouldn't have barely made the news. Really? You think if a fucking polar bear ate a baby at the fucking zoo, it would not make the news? Really? 
This is something that really you think in your brain. No way you believe that. There's no fucking, it would be everywhere. It would be nonstop coverage for days if a goddamn polar bear ate a baby at the fucking zoo. You goddamn snowflakes always playing the fucking victim. And she says, I'm pretty sure that had a polar bear eating a baby. It would make the news. Yeah, dude, seriously. That everything's got to be around fucking, oh, the left. The left is so evil. They're talking about ducks being eaten by polar bears, but they wouldn't talk about babies being eaten because they're the ones that eat the babies. These atheist liberals eat babies all day long. They wouldn't even cover it. God, you're so stupid. How could anybody fucking believe that bullshit? And here's one from Vadim. Hey, it's Vadim. I think that's the name of his new show. It's Hey, it's Vadim on, uh, on the Creationist Cat channel. So you guys uh, haven't seen that and want to see the new direction Vadim is taking his channel, feel free to check that out. And uh, not everyone can pick him like you, Paul. And he's making fun of Paul Joseph Watson. Paul Joseph Watson says, David Letterman says, Trump is a psychotic, soulless bastard. He, he only came to this conclusion after Trump ran as a Republican and won. And did notice these traits during the 30-plus previous times Trump appeared on his show? Amazing coincidence. But you know what else is amazing coincidence? Here's Paul Joseph Watson. Is Donald Trump a Hillary plant? Donald Trump is a stooge for Hillary. Yeah, that was you, wasn't it, Paul Joseph Watson? And if you want Hillary Clinton to become the next president, then carry on supporting Donald Trump. Yep, that was you, right? You were saying the exact same shit, but not going to call yourself out, are you? Nope. Because Trump got president, and now he's your man. You jumped ship, and you got on board with him. And now uh, you own all the ridiculous, horrible shit that he does. That's on you, PJW. We can blame you for that now, so thank you. And, um... Here's reversing down a one-way street. Left-wing comedian Joe Brand fantasizes about an acid attacks on the right-wing politicians. They're very, very easy to hate, and I'm kind of thinking, why bother with a milkshake when you could get some battery acid? Such a stupid joke. I agree that's a stupid joke, but Paul Joseph Watson has no room to talk. I feel the progressivism and the tolerance from here, but aren't you the one who said, this is a joke, obviously. Anyone who didn't know that instantly is a massive idiot. Uh, so doesn't that make you a massive idiot? Because it's obvious he's joking. It's a stupid joke. Not a joke. I stand behind, but clearly it was just a fucking joke. So you guys have no problem with rape jokes. You support your boy telling rape jokes all day long. You call anybody that has a problem with jokes snowflakes, but you guys have a problem with jokes when it's against you because you're hypocrites, aren't you? Yes, you are. And the rational lie says, oh, this is uh, this is actually me. I'm commenting on something Paul Joseph Watson said. So Paul Joseph Watson is claiming, I, I doubt very seriously this is going to happen, but this is a claim Paul Joseph Watson is making. Jordan Peterson to launch a new social media platform, ThinkSpot, in August that will only ban users if ordered by court. Yes. Sure he is. This is definitely something that's going to happen. We're in desperate need for a platform that doesn't arbitrarily decide to throw people off because of random crowd mentality. So I responded, this is going to be the greatest shit show in history. Nazis and racists will use his website to organize and spread propaganda. He will be forced to address it and then look like a giant hypocrite. Such a dumb move from Peterson, but I'm going to enjoy the fallout. And that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be just like Gab. It's going to be just like all these other websites. Fucking Nazis are going to come organize. They're going to spread Nazi propaganda. They're going to put all kinds of racist bullshit shit on there and then everywhere he goes people are going to confront peterson with the shit that's on the website that he put his name on the people that the website he backed and they're gonna and he's gonna be like oh i don't agree with all that shit and they're gonna be like yeah dude well it's your website you're letting it stay up you're letting this nazi and racist propaganda stay up on your website these people are organizing and it's just a matter of time for somebody on his website actually goes out and commits violence too they're gonna fucking hammer him for this shit it's gonna be amazing uh i doubt very seriously he's actually going to do this they're just running their mouth they haven't really thought this shit through 
And uh, the rational law said, this is incredibly telling that instead of just encouraging people to support Gab, which is already a platform dedicated to absolute free speech, Peterson wanted to create his own platform that has subscriptions. And yes, that's all it is. It's just a cash grab from Peterson. Peterson is a fucking con man. He's a shameless con man. And instead of backing up a site that already does the exact thing he's already claiming he wants to do, he wants to cash in on it. And he probably will. He'll probably make some money off of it. But at the end, this whole thing's going to get shut down. It's not going to go anywhere. No one's going to give a shit. He's going to make uh, going to make his buck, going to make his initial cash grab, and then he's going to hit the road and shut the whole thing down eventually. I guarantee you that's what's, what's going to happen. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm right about it or not. But that's what I have my money on. And this is Bailey the Libertarian. And oh, my God, <laughs> this guy telling a little girl that feminism sucks. This is the most anti-SJW thing I've ever seen. This one picture says that, oh, and I actually try to look up this video to show you guys this video because I wanted to. Uh, make fun of this cringe in person, but I guess the guy took this video down and has taken almost all of his videos down because he got brutally made fun of, and he should have. I mean, look at this. This has everything you would fucking want in a video. Telling a girl, little girl that feminism sucks, wearing his Teenage Mutant Ninjas shirt, and drinking a huge thing of soda with his balding hair and his long, pudgy face and his double chins. I don't mean to make fun of his appearance too much, but God, this guy's exactly the type of guy you would think of when you think of a guy who would make a video called Telling a Little Girl That Feminism Sucks. What a fucking cliche. Walking, living cliche. And let's see. I guess there's a new video game coming out about Cyberpunk. Um, Cyberpunk 2727 or some shit like that. I don't fucking know what it's called. But anyway, apparently they have a drink in the game that can turn you into a transgender person. If you're a woman, the drink can make you have a penis. Um, and so people are upset about this for some reason. Here's the... Uh, ad on the board and when you walk up to it you see that she has a large boner and it says mix it and the drink is called uh chromanticure because i guess somehow it changes your chromosomes and can make you into uh, a transgender person 16 flavors you'd love to mix get it mix it up and so uh people are upset about this i don't really know why they're upset about this it seems like they're just making fun of commercialism and also they're kind of including transgender people in the thing so um but anyway this person says we're not allowed to be non-binary in character creation but i guess trans people are allowed to exist as a fetish fuel in cyberpunk and i read that they're actually allowing people to be non-binary and transgender in the game if they want to so maybe you're not right about that maybe they are being more uh accepting of transgenderism maybe they're trying to include you guys i don't know let's wait till the game comes out and let's see before we get all pissed off about it. That's, you know, that's that's just what I think about it. Um, and speaking of this, though, you guys know Iron Miles Chong? He's the guy that tried to swat Andy Warski and have him killed because Andy Warski said something about him he doesn't like. Well, somehow, even though he tried to swat guys and he's a right-wing douchebag who never says anything that's remotely intelligent or true, he still has fans on Twitter. I don't fucking know why, but he is a... Uh, I guess I guess this is something else he's freaking out about. Not the transgender thing, but something else. Um, this is why I want to be. This is what happens when you let social justice into video games. And so I guess they have a heavy girl who's also a motorcycle. Like, dude, who gives a fuck? Like, why are you bitching? He's and he's telling other people right here to stop bitching. It's just a sports girl, bro. Grow up, but he's bitching because they included a heavier character in a video game. If she was fit, we'd hear no end to the complaints about how she represents the sexualization of women in video. Dude, like seriously, you need a near-death experiences to get your priorities in order. You're a grown-ass man with gray hair and shit sitting on the internet complaining that there's a heavy character in a fucking video game. 
How does anybody listen to you? It's amazing. And uh, if all the fast food and commercial brands could quit trying to look like they're fucking cool on Twitter, I would really appreciate it because you guys are so fucking cringe. Why is Chick-fil-A putting out a Twitter that a Twitter post that says, Ho's mad? Why are you doing Ho's ain't mad at your fucking Chick-fil-A sandwich? What the fuck are you doing? And then all the other Brands are jumping on board, trying to be cool. Pop-Tarts is like, ah, sugar, here we go again. When he's like, a brand memes war? I'm in. Steakums is like, I'll scissor on in too. And uh, Elon Musk is like, nibba, what's this thread? Looks like y'all don't know the way. Oh, God, Elon, come on, dude. Please, no. Rick and Morty, oh, God. How about you and me team up, Elon? We can show these brands how to get swifty. No, no. What the fuck, Rick and Morty? And Burger King is like, Rick and Morty, the worst Adam anime. I show you weebs a granddad to, oh God, just all of it so bad. Shut the fuck up. Stop this. This is not making you look cool. This is making me not want to ever go to any one of your fucking restaurants or buy Pop-Tarts or fucking read Elon Musk tweets. I hate you all. Just stop this shit. Just fucking post pictures of your food and tell us about your goddamn deals you have on Pop-Tarts. Stop trying to be cool on the internet. We ain't buying it. It's just commercial bullshit. You're a big fucking billion dollar corporation. You ain't fucking cool, dude. It's just marketing. We don't want to be marketed to in this way. I mean, maybe some people do, I guess. But it's just, it's lame. I already showed that shit. Next is from Deglon Cullen. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. I don't fucking know how you pronounce this guy's name. But anyway, we're shitting on Tim Pool. Uh, And Tim Pool, of course, is going to bat for the straight pride parade because... Because, of course, he is. It's Temple in a nutshell. Look how liberal he is. The straight pride people have said nothing negative. I covered in my last video exactly how these are right-wing douchebags who have ties to white supremacist organizations. So what the fuck are you talking about? As always, Temple does no research into anything he fucking talks about. He just shits on the left, and he takes up for the right every chance he gets because that's his audience, right? That's how he makes his money. And I assume the whole thing is done to show hypocrisy and negativity from the left. It seems like another troll designed to make the left look crazy and like clockwork, someone takes the bait. Uh, no, not making the left look crazy. We're just pointing out exactly what you're doing. Uh, Hazley wears a shirt that says, fuck your straight pride parade. How does that make her look lazy? Uh, crazy? That in no way makes her look crazy. She thinks the straight pride parade is stupid. She thinks the people that are organizing the straight pride parade have ties to white supremacist organizations. She understands the straight pride parade is doing nothing but trying to demonize and shit on gay people. That's the entire purpose of it. And she wore a shirt that said, fuck them. What is your problem with that, dude? Why don't you ever call out the important shit in fucking life, dude? Like, seriously. It's so obvious what you're doing, man. It's so obvious. Fuck. But that's what's popular. That's what's taking over YouTube right now. Pseudo-intellectual fake outrage mobs. And this one's from Brett. Uh, yeah. More people mad about gay pride. Oh, my God. Isn't gay pride so terrible? Fuck you, Target. I just want some goddamn shoes. Well, maybe you should go to the fucking shoe department, you goddamn whiny bitch, Aaron Clary. If you're so fragile that simply walking into Target and seeing a take pride sign and some fucking rainbow shirts triggers you, doesn't that say much, much, much more about you than anybody else? Doesn't that say that you're a much bigger giant snowflake than anybody you bitch and complain about? Like, seriously, and also, why the fuck are you buying shoes at Target, dude? Get them online like everybody else. I bet you wear some really awful shoes. Probably wears like $400 Nikes like an asshole. And uh, more Tim Pool shitting on. Can't stand that guy. This is from Little Age. I never said that. All right, so 
I guess we'll just read this. Tim is big on accusing others of doing what he does, such as accusing journalists, not Fox News ones, of being activists for being for being to the left of Mussolini, while at the same time having journalists in his bio and YouTube channel that looks like this. Yeah, you're not a journalist, dude. You're an activist. This is your channel. Massage to YouTube. Vox host tries starting apocalypse. Conservatives are winning. The unhinged left. California City's disgusting cesspool. CNNC's bias. Like, everything is shitting on the left and giving the right a pass. Everything. You are a fucking activist. I, I, I swear the next fucking person that tells me Tim Pool is a liberal. Like, I... It hasn't happened in a while, so maybe people are starting to realize that it's not working anymore, this whole Sargon grift of pretending to be a liberal while you shit on the left. It just doesn't work anymore. It's, it's old. It's, it's played out. So anyway. And this one is from Milkshake Mayhem. Um, oh, he's just basically giving me a shout-out. And uh, he says, Cult of Dust is a YouTube vlogger who is or was commonly associated with the YouTube atheist skeptic community. He was very active and friends with most of the community between, I think, 2013-2016. Suddenly, he became antagonistic towards that same community, usually at TJ. And uh, yeah, this person's like laughing my ass out. I think I know why he left the community, and he's totally correct, because it's the same reason I left, and this is three years ago. This is my video I did, and look at that, look at the ratio of my video, how the outright took over the skeptic community. This is how the skeptic community responded to my video. 7.4K dislikes, 4.1K likes. It crashed my channel. My channel has seen negative growth since then. It's been completely flat. I lost probably, what, 30,000, 40,000 subscribers, still declining. Complete meltdown of my audience for coming out and saying this, but I was right, motherfuckers. I was right. Like, anybody that watches this show, I have covered this so, so, so much in detail about how I was right, about how everybody I called out was doing exactly what I said they were doing, and uh, the community shit on me for it, but it's fine. Uh, The truth is always... Uh, seen as I'm trying to think of what the word is people always fear the truth a lot of the times especially when the truth uh, doesn't match up to their preconceived notions comfortable lies are always more uh, acceptable to people than hard truth so I can understand that it's no problem I don't have a problem with it like I, I did what I did I don't regret it it got me to where I am today and that's cool oh yeah and uh, this is funny. This is uh, Keanu Reeves, who is a really fucking cool dude, went viral because uh, when you can dodge bullets, but you can't dodge cancel culture. And people are showing uh, pictures of him that he takes with his fans where he refuses to actually touch them. <laughs> he doing the hover hand on all his fans. Yep. Hover hand. Even with Dolly Parton. Hover hand. These two chicks. Hover hand. They're pretty cute. You go, Keanu. And uh, hover hand. Yep. Hover hand. All of you guys. Not going to fucking touch you. No better than this shit. Keanu Reeves, very smart. You go, Keanu Reeves. And uh, damn, could they have picked a better fucking Captain America? Chris Evans is such a cool, great guy. And this is a tweet he made. Wow, he's making fun of the straight pride parade. Wow, cool initiative, fellows. Just a thought. Instead of straight pride, how about this? The desperately trying to bury our own gay thoughts by being homophobic because no one taught us how to access our emotions as children parade. What do you think? Two on the nose? And no, that's fucking perfect. Love Chris Evans. He is an awesome left-wing, uh, outspoken guy. Like This is like the opposite of what Boogie is. Boogie is like a centrist who fears saying anything that somebody might have a problem with. With Chris Evans, that's a give a fuck. He's like, I'm a lefty. This is what I believe. I'm just, I wear it on my sleeve. I'll say it out in public, and you guys fucking deal with it. People do deal with it because he's Chris Evans, and he's a badass. And um, 
Oh, well, let me show this first. You guys heard about this new fucking Apple uh, monitor stand that they're selling for $999? What the fuck? Not even for the fucking... The monitor's five grand, dude. The stand for the fucking monitor is $999. Fucking crazy. So, look at this hero. God damn it. What a goddamn hero. In a fucking coffee shop. This is the man right here. Fuck the system. Ain't that right. Goddamn figured that shit out. Ten cents. Not 99, not $999. Or not $99. Ten cents, dude. We fucking figured this shit out. Fuck you, Apple. Absolutely ridiculous. Love that guy. Oh, it was $9.99. God damn it. $1,000 for a stand, dude? What the fuck, Apple? Get your priorities together. That's capitalism for you. Somebody will pay it. Somebody will buy that shit. And uh, now we're on to the fucking Reddit shit. I guess I could stop and read some Super Chats real quick. This is your last chance to get in Super Chats? Well, almost in the show. Oh, we're already three hours into the show, man. Fuck, I've been kicking it. Uh, last chance to get in Super Chats. Please, Super Chat me. Support the show. Going to read a few more articles and end the show. Got a long show for you guys tonight. Beast Nation, uh, let's see, uh, no, nope, mm, okay, HS Ross, $5, sorry, in addition to $15 minute wage, the first plank, I already read that, yep, awesome gaming, yep, $2, thank you man, appreciate it, what up, what up with you, uh, lots of corruption in the police departments, why, uh, a lot of corrupt people just go into the police anyway because they know they can get away with it. And then I think the job makes people corrupt also. And then they have this, uh, it's like a boys club. They have this, all this camaraderie. So they look out after each other, you know, the, the thin blue line or whatever it is. And so even the good ones cover up from the bad ones. So it's just a whole shit show. Lots of reasons, really. Thank you for that. Um, most cops are bad. They, don't not t- they do not tell on the corrupt cops. It's a criminal organization. I don't, maybe. I'm open to that, but I don't, I, I hate, th- I've had so many cops be nice to me and had good interactions with them and they've helped me that I hate to say that, but I see where you're coming from. Beast Nation, $2,910. Gay marriage gets legalized, homo haters get triggered, and now every minority gets to lose their rights now. But it's all good because it's God's will. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Uh, they fear change. Our society is evolving, and you guys are refused to evolve with it. That's why you're conservatives. Conservatives want to conserve the status quo, but we're not doing that. You know, there's lots of things that have been conserved that are not good for our society. We're recognizing them, and we're moving past them. And if you guys don't want to come with us, you can go extinct. That's what happens. You know, you either evolve or, or go into extinction uh either one's fine with me 4.99 from my music lover preach i will dude i really appreciate that thanks for you for the support beast nation ten dollars i'm sure that pastor stands for freedom also yes sodom and gomorrah were smith were smithing down upon because of gays not the blatant hostility and greedy people at the top who screwed others yeah i mean obviously it didn't happen but yep gods always hate the gays God's really concerned where you put your penis. If your penis gets a little duty on it, ooh, God hates duty on the penis. So uh, make sure make sure you don't have that happen. He's going to have to murder you. Beast Nation, $5, PJW, starting a Nazi platform. That means normal people can have YouTube back, right? Uh, it was actually Jordan Peterson doing that. But yeah, uh, PJW is going to advertise for it, and he's going to be right there uh, going along with it. So that's all it's going to be. It's going to be Nazi front and back, and they're going to have to shut the whole thing down. I bet you money. Idol, one dollar. Thank you. Idol, another dollar. Thank you. H.S. Ross, ten dollars. Did you see Bernie's recent Democratic Socialism speech in which he called our corporate welfare proposed FDR's economic bill of rights and took up FDR's struggle against the elites? It was amazing. Yes, I've seen several of his speeches, and he is killing it. The fact that goddamn Biden is ahead of him in the polls, I guess. I don't know if I can trust that or not, but it's very sad. Bernie is an amazing guy. He gives amazing speeches, and he's absolutely what we need to turn this this country around. Whether it's going to happen or not, I have my doubts, but I'm dreaming. 
Let's make it happen. You hear about uh, Dr. Disrespect suspended on Twitch. No, I have never heard of that person before. If you have any more information about that, I will forward it on to my audience. Thank you for that. All right, last chance to get your Super Chats in. Super Chats. And uh, let's see here. <laughs> R.S. Kimbrough Middle School. Congrats to Miss Vaughn for being the Cougar of the Month. Congratulations, Miss Vaughn. You did it. All your hard work paid off, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I bet it did. Be careful. Be careful, Miss Vaughn. Not really sure you want to be the Cougar of the Month. Might end up losing your job and in jail, Miss Vaughn. Careful. You can look, but you can't touch. I know the football players are cute, but don't do it, Miss Vaughn. Don't do it. And um, this sheriff found this guy with cocaine in his nostrils, but don't worry. He said it's not his. This is my friend's nose. I was just borrowing it. I don't know why. Why there's cocaine all over his nose? Should ask him about it. His name is Steve. Let's call him on the phone. You can ask him why he has cocaine in his nose. But definitely, definitely not my nose. Not a good excuse, dude. This is what people always say, like, when they get caught by police with, like, drugs in their pockets, their pants. They're like, these aren't my pants. I was sleeping at my friend's house, and I woke up, and I put their pants on, and I didn't know they had drugs in it. No, no, you got drugs in your pants because you're a drug addict, and you got drugs on your nose because you like cocaine. I don't like cocaine. I just like the way it smells. That's a joke from, uh, is that, who is that? I know who that is. Who the fuck is that? I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, um, last but not least, man, these deep fakes are really getting fucking good, guys. They got one of Mark Zuckerberg out there now, but the Zuckerberg one is not even that good. But it's the one of Kim Kardashian that is fucking amazing. Let's see if I can load this shit up. This is from Vice, Vice.com. I guess I'll briefly show you both these. These are, like I said, these are deep fakes. These are not actual real videos. These are like computer-generated videos to make it look like these people are saying these things when it's not actually them. The uh, Zuckerberg one is not that great because he's so robotic to begin with. It kind of looks like it's robotic. I'll show it to you. Imagine this for a second. One man with total control of billions of people's stolen data, all their secrets, their lives, their futures. I owe it all to Spectre. Spectre showed me that whoever controls the data controls the future. So that's creepy as fuck. But uh, the one with Kim Kardashian is even better, man. They're really getting good at this shit. When there's so many haters, I really don't care because their data has made me rich beyond my wildest dreams. My decision to believe in Spectre literally gave me my ratings and my fan base. I feel really blessed because I genuinely love the process of manipulating people online for money. So, man, you're not, you're not going to be able to believe your eyes. Well, you can't. You already can't. I was going to say you're not going to be able to believe your eyes soon, but you already can't believe your eyes. They're already getting so good at this deepfake shit. Like, I don't know how this is going to affect the future. I don't know how we're going to manage to figure out what's real and what's not real in the future. I guess that we can only trust things that, like, if Mark Zuckerberg had his own Facebook account only thing that he himself put on his Facebook account or like only videos I put of myself on my own Twitter and Facebook accounts are only things you can be able to trust because in the future people are going to be doing all kinds of stuff to demonize and uh, make other people look like they've said shit they ain't said. Scary, scary world, scary future, but it's coming. It's not coming, folks. It's already here and we better learn to deal with it somehow. And anyway, we did three hours and 10 minutes tonight. We fucking killed it. Love you guys. Gonna go. I will be back, oh, Monday. Gonna be here before you know it. Only three days away. And uh, I will have a brand new show for you guys. As always, you want to support the show, support me on Patreon. Patreon.com for just podcast. 
Check one time. Make sure I don't have any super chats. Oh, I do have a few super chats. A, a cab, $2. Thank you for that. Uh, and Hi K gave me 20 pounds. Thank you, Dusty. You have a super soul. Hey, man, I appreciate that. You obviously have a very super soul yourself. And uh, I don't really have a soul, but I know what you're talking about. And I love you. And I love all you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Having so fun doing this. I will see you guys Monday. And until then, logic dudes. Fuck yes. Love, love, love. See you guys soon. Bye.